we got a selfie. Oh I'm going to dip tick that shit together. Oh, man. yeah, buddy. <laughs> Stitch it up and twat about it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh, shit. So, give one of these again. Mm, I like to do that. I like to surprise it. I like to just go in and, and just kind of hit record and go. <laughs> the Boom. Boom. Just go for it. Um, episode 16. What's up? We're, we're uh, live from Moe's again, as always. Yes, sir. Uh, Rob is here bringing me more alcohol. Thank you, Rob. That's what I Good work, Rob. Yeah, buddy. God, Rob's good at it. Um, he should get a job doing that. Serving people alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> week, uh, week three of local beer month. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, week one, we had Triton. We had Dave and John from Triton on. Right. Last week, we had uh, Holly and, and Justin. Uh, Justin from Black Acre Brewing. Uh, this week, we are graced with the honorable Clay Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> You're using honorable loosely. Uh, yes, I, I am. I put, okay, I put the quotations oh. up. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, air quotes. Um, but first, let's get through all the uh, pleasantries. Um, I, of course, am Andy. With Chris. me is Chris. Chris. Uh, with we are oh, lacking. So, oh no. wait, there no is Carl no, Pilkington tonight. No dirty with a you tonight. Yes. You know what? It's going to be quiet and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Will he be missed? No, I'm just kidding. He, uh, yeah, absolutely. He will be I'll yes. be extra dirty if it helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with well, a you. I don't know. <laughs> this guy gets pretty dirty. Um, but uh, we are uh, of course at Moe's Irish Pub in Noblesville. Uh, the Twitter handle, of course, for us at Permanent Relegation. Um, at PR Podcast oh, Show. Oh, sorry. At PR Podcast Show. Shit. Damn, you're pulling me last week. I am. Week. I am. That's cool. Uh, at PR Podcast Show, uh, permanentrelegation.com for all your uh, updates and links and all that fun stuff. As well as on Facebook, Permanent Relegation. Um, at Caged Fear uh, is my own personal Twitter. Uh, at Cbala. Yeah. C-B-A-L-L-A. Clay, you've got your own. I am at Sun King Clay. Ooh. That, luckily, that wasn't taken. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and then of there course, can be only one. And, of course, Sun King Brew at Sun, Sun King, King Brewing. Brewing. Okay. And you guys are really active on, on Facebook and, and Twitter as yeah, well. Yeah, the, so. the social media has been a, a really cool thing. Uh, we kind of fired up during the rise of, uh, of Twitter and uh, Facebook really coming on board. And um, it's been an amazing tool to reach people and communicate with people about beer and I would say a great part of how our brewery has grown, really. All I know is I, I, I get really pumped when Sun King retweets anything that we say because it's 18, 19,000 followers. So I'm like, oh, all it's right. big. <laughs> yeah, kind of a big deal. Um, yeah. Well, you know, what's so funny is we'll get right, we'll finish up the pleasantries. Yes, yes. And the, uh, at, at MIP Indy um, yeah. for Moe's, uh, Moe's Irish Pub, Noblesville on Facebook. Been very gracious to have us yes, here every single always. week. And also, you got to. We always got to make sure we take time to thank these guys because it's not like you don't have like a full-time job running a <laughs> massive brewery like to do shit. So for you to take time out of your day is ridiculous. Thanks. Just that you would even do this. I've so been up you. since 4 a.m. Oh, yes. we're right. going to get a very special clip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strung <laughs> out yeah. and dirty. That's the way we like it. Uh-huh. That's the that's mm. the most important. That's why I kind of wanted to do it as late as possible <laughs> so that, that you good. weren't quite asleep I, yet. <laughs> I usually am not this far north, and I'm an old man, so I should be in bed with a book right now. But uh, I, I really, I really brought it for you what's guys a, tonight. A book? You know, can't you read those on iPad? <laughs> um, and uh, the band lineup for this awesome. week. Uh, on the uh, 18th, you have Midnight Friars. On Damn. the 19th, you have Skeeter McGee. <laughs> Woo! And then on the 20th, it's After Dark. Oh, and also on the 18th. Let's not forget about the 18th. 
It's a really special week this week. We're kind of pulling double duty this week. Oh, that's You know what? Yes, we are. And uh, uh, are you going to be up here the 18th? Is the 18th on Thursday. Yes, yes. it is. I'm not going to be up okay. here on okay. Thursday. Who, there will be other people okay. here. Uh, probably uh, Jordan, Shauna, a couple okay. of uh, Sun them, King Jordan, Sun uh, King Shauna. Direct, us, direct them over to where we are because we're going to want to talk to them. Okay. We're emceeing the event. Uh, we're going to be wanting to talk to every representative of every brewery here. It's the local tap-off here at Moe's. Yep. Um, you have uh, Flat Tri- 12. Right. Triton. Mm-hmm. Sun King yep. in Upland. Yes. All coming in. So, and the whole point of this is uh, we're, we're raising money for a good, no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> we're raising money for funds. No, yeah. um, we're going to, it's small, friendly competition locally. I know everything is very friendly with you guys, but at the same time, whoever can sell the most here, Moe's is going to put that beer as beer of the month yes. gotcha. on there. So, and really promote the hell out of it. So, nice. and you guys are kind of stacking the deck because you got Grapefruit Jungle kind of yes. like in the, in the locker. That should be gone <laughs> in, in the course of an evening. Yeah, well, yeah, if this possibly. past week was any uh, yeah. indicator as it was gone in two and a half days, yes. then For yes. those of you who listened to us last week, uh, we, as we they, tapped, it they tapped it live on the show. Justin. Uh, and, and Ollie just lost their shit. She's like, <laughs> they just kind of looked at the poster. Like, and he's like, I want that now. <laughs> <laughs> she was tapping her glass like Zach Galifianakis. Yes, yes, like, mm, that, this that. Is more of this. That's yes. great. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, of course, Thursday, starting at 7, come out, uh, enjoy a bunch of local beer, uh, listen to some music, listen to us, which is just a kind of a, a unfortunate side effect of coming out to drink more <laughs> beer. Uh, but we'll be, uh, we'll be hosting... Um, we were going to do a live podcast, but I don't think it's going to really work just because of the band that's going to be playing and that, and that kind of stuff. So we're really looking forward to being uh, out here for that as well. So that being said, let's, being get, said. let's get to business. Yeah, so instantly I wanted to talk about – you made a comment right before we were finishing with the particulars um, about the whole social media part. And that's so funny because last week we were getting on Justin and Holly actually from Blackacre. They're awful about, at that Twitter. They are, are they? That oh, yeah. really you could give them a one-on-one class on how <laughs> – they go, well, because they're not really they, – you know, they're just now starting to get into their expansion and they were talking sure. about that. But it was one of those where – no, they really they don't do well on Twitter. They don't. Andy was pissed off because <laughs> he sent them a message and they would not reply. <laughs> back I to was back. like, I'm tagging the shit out of you, and you're not even saying anything. <laughs> right. So I mean, basically, they go in though, and they have like a set time at 9 a.m. And it's one of those where you can tell you and, and, and the guys from Triton as well. They have a, a device in their hand, and they're always constantly just pinging out stuff because they realize, uh, you know. And as we kind of talked about last week, the 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 food trucks are that way too. They derive a lot of their business from that social media yes so so what made you decide i mean that's kind of a, a way to go and who runs it do you, um, do you run it or do i you? initially ran it okay. um actually and and today uh beth uh at sun king beth uh, beth runs our social media accounts and uh she took over uh actually probably almost a year and a half ago really started to take the reins over from me um i did it initially um just like everything at sun king the four of us who were there day in and day out pretty much wore all of the hats and did everything that that needed to be done and um kind of, I guess this is my amusing antic note about the power of social media um, and, and, and kind of uh, something that I usually don't admit publicly. But I, when I started Sun King and we founded it, I didn't even know what Twitter was. Yeah. So, um, well, four years ago, it, was, it really yeah, wasn't it, as it powerful. It launched at South by Southwest, yeah. I think, five right. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, wasn't it was really like starting really, to yeah. catch on. And I literally sounded like a grandpa. I'm like, what is this Twitter thing? <laughs> what is this twat? Yes. You're yes. About? How do I twat uh-huh. with someone? 
one. So, uh, so I, I have some I, I have some aces in my in my pocket um, in in kind of the business and and even the beer world. And my sister's a public relations specialist, and she's got a company in Denver that she runs, and she's kind of always been uh, guiding me on the PR and marketing side of things. And then uh, my cousin is named Stan Hieronymus, and if you guys out there have read any beer books, he wrote Brew Like a Monk. He wrote the recent book on hops for the Brewers Association. He writes for the new brewer. Um, and when we were building out Sun King, uh, we both kind of came to beer completely separate. And he's been a beer writer for 20 years. And I started brewing about 14 years ago. And he came in to visit and check out the brewery as it was starting. And I'd had a Facebook account. I'd actually signed up for a Twitter account. And I distinctly remember the conversation. We went to dinner at Oak and Barrel. We're sitting there. We're having a, we're having a, a Superfly IPA together yeah. and chatting. <laughs> and he's like, so what are you I doing? I can't remember what I drank like two weeks ago. <laughs> he's like, so, so what? Are you what are you doing with the with social media and your brewery I said I don't know I've got a Facebook page and you know I posted some pictures of the building and some stuff that's going on here and there and I've got a Twitter account but I have no fucking clue what to do with right. it and he looked at me and he goes all right tomorrow when you go into work and every day from here on out as you're building out your brewery just go in and throughout the day take a picture of something that's happening at your breweries yeah. said Twitter and Facebook are about conversations so start sharing what you're doing and people are gonna start picking up on it and they're gonna start Start sharing, and when they ask questions, respond back. And I'm like, "How do you do that in 140 <laughs> fucking characters?" Well, that's, yes. You know, so it, it became kind of a challenge. But that's really all I did. And I was like, "Okay, Stan, I'm going to do that." And the next day, you know, we're cutting concrete drains and different things. And so by the time we actually opened up, it was people had been following this story of like our our, our build out and what we're doing, and people were getting excited about it. And you know, we kind of hooked up with the Hoosier Beer Geeks, and we hosted their third anniversary party. Was kind of our inaugural kickoff. So they were pretty social media savvy at the yeah. time and it all just kind of fell together and has grown and um, for a period of time it really consumed my life and got to a point where you know it's hard to run a social media program people at my brewery who actually make beer and do other important jobs in the brewery a lot of times look at um, when I did it and look at when Beth because she sits at a desk a lot and sure. she's, she's on a phone as she's walking out. around she'll look yeah. around at it and people are like what does she do? I'm like, she does magic <laughs> yeah, in like, the air. Exactly. And somehow the in the last that are here to yeah. our events for our movie nights, that's hers. There's yeah. a reason why we're packed. Uh -huh. right now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> There's a reason a, you have a job right now. <laughs> there are people talking about this all over the place. Right. So it, it's really been great. And we just kind of tell our story and we share what we do. We do a lot of community partner events and we like to share information about community right. partners. And one of my favorite things about running a brewery is the fact that, you know, we get, we've got this, brand, if you will, this beer, this thing that people identify with, and we're actually able to coax people out to this symphony. You can go to the symphony on the Perry and drink Sun King. You can go to the IRT and they have, we have Sun King tastings once a Indians month. Game. You go to an Indians yeah. game, but you can go to theater events and cultural events and charity events and I know in my heart of hearts that there are wives out there that want to thank me because they're like, <laughs> I wanted to take my husband to see Othello at the IRT and he found out there was a no Sun King tasting and he could drink a, a no Cyrus while he watched a play. So <laughs> it makes it makes plays probably a little bit easier too. Yeah. So but that's the nice thing is that you you kind of you guys um, are a, a pioneer, especially in the Indianapolis area for for brewing beer and for kind of getting a big name. Uh, and you and you did it. That, that's kind of what we're talking about. It is with social media is you created a story for your brand even before your brand kind of even existed. Sure. So the new type of grassroots. You know, yeah. talk about the mm -hmm. grassroots thing. You know what the best thing about Twitter is. The best thing. Think exactly. about this, especially as a business owner. Uh, porn vines. <laughs> there's always <laughs> there's a, there is I like ass daily. Whatever. But no, no. The best part about it, the financial implication. Uh -huh. 
it's fucking free. Yeah. You know, besides your internet usage, whatever, paying for your ISP, but besides that, no, it's it's free. And it's, it's amazing how much it just goes viral. People just spread that. And you don't have to say anything. You say it out once. And well, there are people who make a living hey. off of charging people to do their social well, media. That's things. very yes. true. Well, it's opened up a whole new job segment. <laughs> yes. There we go. We it, it, report has, that. No. it has created new jobs for <laughs> sure. But yeah, the, it, it is free. And honestly, I mean, at Sun King, one of the reasons that we've been able to be successful and grow is uh, we have a lot of things that we, we live by. Um, and, and one of them, the people who invested in our brewery have still never seen a dime. You know, we got investors who believed in the idea that Dave and I came up with of creating a truly local brewery and trying to sell as much beer as close to home as humanly possible. Right. And, you know, we... God, I lost my train of thought. But we... Uh, <laughs> it's all right. We believe in something and we do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, and that's what... Uh, w- the first time that I ever had Sun King, which is, you know, I kind of make fun of the fact that you're like, oh, I you can... You can remember that. Well, though, I can remember good. that. Uh, my, my wife was uh, involved with the, uh, the, the Naptown Roller Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys had beer out there. And this was like three years ago mm-hmm. uh, it was one of the t- first times that outside of probably just having people go to the brewery they're like oh i can i can get this here right. and and i had uh, i think i had some osiris uh, it's no it was, i think it might have been uh we mac it might have been we mac yeah they were actually the neptown roller girls were our first sports yeah. partner at all and they were really where a lot of it began because they're a grassroots organization yeah. too yep. and Outside of the fact that they're awesome and that sport is fun <laughs> yeah. as hell, oh, and yeah, girls is. kick the <laughs> shit out of each right. other on yes. roller skates, uh-huh. um, <laughs> and yeah. the fact that I can sit uh-huh. uh, this close to them, like yeah. within a few feet, yeah. and have a chance of having them like spill onto me and then be drunk while I'm doing uh-huh. it off a of Sun King. It's a lot of action. It's, 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 it's win, win, win. If you ask me. Oh, it's so so that's that's one of the things where I I became a fan of you guys, and it's always been if if we're at a bar and it has it, I, I always go for it, except for. Except for cream ale. I'm not a big cream ale guy. Yeah. But hey. I like cream ale. It's, but it brings uh, people over. Yeah, it, it does sure. bring people over. I think that there's a huge place for it. We actually catch a lot of shit for cream ale. Um, and I'm not giving you shit. No, no. I didn't, I, I didn't take it like that. There's people that I like am. it. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> bring it. But Chris takes offense to a lot. I, I literally, I, I, have, I have grown a lot uh, in my life and in my beer career. And 10 years ago... You know, I, I've, I've always loved beer and I got into brewing and I, I wanted to do it and I found a passion for it. And I was fortunate enough, you know, to, to start brewing beer professionally and, and, and to find a career in it. And 10 years ago, and probably eh, not five, but 10 years ago, definitely, I was like, you know what? If I ever open a brewery, fuck that. I'm not making a light beer. There are plenty of people who make <laughs> light beers. If you want to drink light beer, you can fucking suck it. Yeah. You can yeah. buy it in a bottle. You can buy it in a can. And uh, Sunlight was really, it was our original summer seasonal. We yeah. made it because we wanted to make a beer. When I wrote the business plan for Sun King, I wrote it in my pajamas. I locked myself in the house for six weeks, and the only beer I could afford was High Life. And <laughs> oh, I, drank, I drank the champagne, champagne of beers. Of beers. Yeah. But, you know, and I still... Actually, to this day now, when I mow the lawn, I will mow the lawn and I'll drink a sunlight cream ale. But it's that beer that, like, at the end of a hard day or a hot summer. Do we know what water is? Like, do you what? know what real water? Oh, yeah. water is? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm mowing the lawn, yeah. and I just did. I just went and I just, did I just did a, I just did a, a five k. I did yeah, a crossfit, cross and uh, <laughs> I drank an entire two things of cream ale. Yes, so, <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Like mowing the lawn, cream ale Normal pouring people, out of my yeah. sweats. So I just lick it back. Normal people get lawn. hydrated by like uh, you know <laughs> no. uh, Gatorade or water, and he's like, he's like, mm, cream See, ale. Let's when, do it. When Dave, when Dave, it. right, when Brewer Dave said that he had rail splitter in his veins, I was like, well, now that I meet Clay, I go, no, I really think you probably just. Do have <laughs> something. Yeah, in you it. go to the gym and people are like, oh, 
this guy smells like this beer. This guy smells <laughs> like Osiris. <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Um, and you mentioned how you started. Uh, you know, you said so. You started just. Did you jump right into brewing yeah. professionally? Yeah, I um, I found my love of beer at a very young age. Um, Six. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. Oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> we used to we used to go on we used to go on we used to I used to steal my grandfather's uh, Michelobes, the stubby bottles with the gold wrapper around it. I still remember as a kid, and I don't know whether it was the shiny or what, but I would steal them. Dick bottles. And my mom would slap my hand, you know, like you can't. That's not for you. Um, but when I was in college, I worked at an Irish Apple pub. Says it is. Yeah. <laughs> Makes him happy. Yeah. <laughs> He's less grumpy with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I, I fell in love with beer with beer working at this Irish pub and I drank swill during the day at college but I worked three or four nights a week and Joe who owned Joe's bar in Crawfordsville um, he was he felt like if you worked a hard day's work you got a beer at the end of the day and I was 19 when I started so he basically was like well you can have a beer you just need to pick out what you want and they'll bring it to you in the kitchen so you just had to hide with your beer so I started drinking beer and after college, I didn't know what I was going to do. And, coming uh, after Joe right now. He's probably on the lam for something else at this point in time, believe me. I worked um, for a bar owner yeah. like that, too. I worked at Dill Street Muncie. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, Dill I, Street, I, dude. That yeah. is... Uh, yeah, yeah that's someone Ball yeah. State. Oh, no. Dill Street's yeah. known. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. They had, penny, they had penny pitcher nights. Holy mackerel. That's, yes, sir. I don't drink anything that costs a penny. That's not a good <laughs> idea. For the listeners at home, don't yes. buy beer that costs a penny. <laughs> not a good hey, deal. When you've, got a, when you've got a club full of college kids. I think it was Coors Light. So oh, Keith Stone. I had a couple of friends in college who brewed beer. And the first experience that I ever had with uh, with homebrew beer and, and really actually a Indiana Craft Brewery, DJ McAllister, who's now the owner and proprietor brewer at Black Swan in Plainfield. Yeah. Uh, DJ went to Wabash College with me. He was playing up at Lafayette Brewing Company doing whatever he could because he was really interested and he'd bring some kegs of their stuff and he would homebrew but I had never actually homebrewed and I ended up in 1999 as a server at Rock Bottom because I had a few requirements I wanted to work at a place that had good beer Um, I wanted to work downtown because I liked the convention business and the steady traffic of people in and out of the city felt a little bit more cosmopolitan than working in the suburbs and at that time the suburbs pretty much had like Applebee's and Fridays and (laughs) things like that and I didn't having a flare. When did Rock College Park open then? Uh, college Park opened somewhere in maybe 2003 or four. Okay, so so this was downtown. Gotcha. Rock Bottom opened in 96. Okay. And uh, so at the time I had long hair and a beard and no one would hire me. You had me. an amazing beard, by yeah. the way. The uh, pictures I've seen were like... It comes beards. and goes. So I, I have <laughs> yeah. good facial Mine hair. Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> a friend of mine had a friend who worked at Rock Bottom and she said, my friend Brian works at Rock Bottom and he's got long hair and a beard. You could work there. And I'm like, fuck yeah, good beard. It's <laughs> yeah. a brewery. They, they won't make me shave. So <laughs> I got a job there. And uh, we went through beer training and Tom who was the brewer at the time uh, was kind of an interim brewer and we got along asked a lot of interesting questions because it was the first time that I'd ever met somebody who was like me who made beer for a living so you know I tried not to be annoying and after work I'd work days and I'd, at the end of the day we'd sit down and he'd come finish his day and I'd t- chat with him a little bit and after a couple months of just random conversations one day I was sitting at the bar and he popped up at the end of the bar and uh, ordered a beer and we were chatting for a second and he looked at me and he goes so I got to ask you a question. I said, yeah, Tom, what do you got? And he goes, well, I want to know if uh, you ever thought about making beer for a living. And I said, 
no, nah, I'd never thought about <laughs> making beer for a living until I met you. Like, I didn't know it was a job somebody like me could have. And uh, he goes, well, there's an opening coming up, and I actually think you'd be really good at it. And I got a little excited, and he goes, all right, before you get excited, I need you to know a few things. It's hot, it's sweaty, it's sticky, and it's dirty. You're basically a glorified janitor. But at the end of the day, you get to kick back with a pint of beer that you made, and then he literally <laughs> took a sip. Sipped his beer, he smiled, and he goes, it's fucking delicious. And, and I was like, I, I, sold. I, yep. I go, so you're going to pay me to learn how to make beer. And then sit back and drink it If afterwards. this works out, I'll never have to wait on another table as long as I live. And I occasionally get to drink beer at work. And he goes, yeah, it's pretty much the gig. And I was like, okay, sign me up. So I started brewing a couple weeks later. You my damn arm, but yeah. all right. <laughs> so, so that was pretty much it. The first batch of beer I ever brewed was an oatmeal stout. Um, Tom actually was working his way out. A guy named Bill Man, came in. Right there, and uh, Bill is actually now the uh, head brewer for Red Hook in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, so he's still in the brewing business. But Bill and I worked, and it was an old-school apprenticeship. You know, Bill, actually, on my first day, I did the interview. He offered me the job. We went to Broad Ripple Brew Pub and uh, had some beers and had the interview. Then we went to the Alley Cat and played pool. And while playing pool at the <laughs> Alley Cat. the best interview ever. From all the yeah. cigarette smoke you in still the smoke Alley Cat there. Yeah, you but, uh, so over over a pool game at the Alley Cat, he kind of came clean and he's like, look, I'm, I was born and raised in Indianapolis. I've been in Colorado for the last six years. I love it out west and I don't fucking want to be here. And he's like, I have a one year contract to be here or to be in Indianapolis. And the first opportunity that Rock Bottom gives me to transfer out of Indianapolis, I'm fucking leaving. So I will make you a deal. If you will bust your ass and do everything that you possibly can, learn everything that you possibly can and try to get up to speed on how to brew beer and run a brewery. And I will work with you, work your ass off, you know, but don't ask questions. Just do what I say for a while and we'll work through it. But if you can fucking prove to me in the next year that you are ready to take over this brewery when they move me I will recommend you for my job and I literally I was like Jesus. yeah yeah I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me that was one of the best job interviews slash days of my life and like hooray yeah, so, that so that's what I did I actually um, I started picking up the new brewer and reading old issues of it and the American Brewer and Zymergy and actually we went to Great Fermentations which was still on 86th Street at the time and he bought me a copy of Charlie Papazian's The New Complete Joy of Home Brewing I read it um, I've got Designing Great Beers I got all these books and I would read books on beer in my spare time time and I would be in at work at six to seven o'clock in the morning and I never got up in the morning I'm still yeah. not a morning person <laughs> traveling and brewing beer are the only things that ever got me out of bed in the morning and uh, and so I would get up and I would brew beer I was salaried at 40 hours a week and I worked 60 hours a week I did everything that I possibly could and after a year uh, he was like you know he asked if there was any positions open and they're like nope nothing's going on I'm like okay cool we'll just cruise that's fine I really want this but um, we work really well together as a team and found a rhythm and within like two or three weeks a guy in Seattle quit and they called and asked Bill if he would move to Seattle and he said of course fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, fuck uh, this place I'm out yeah. yeah and that was his whole goal was fuck this place I'm out so you know and we had this conversation and I'm like you really want you really want to go to Seattle and he's like yeah I love the west coast I want to be out west I need the mountains he's like you know we had this conversation and he said I don't know whether it was me or him but one of us kind of had this realization that you know it might be better to be a big fish in a small pond rather than be in Colorado and where there's a lot of breweries and brewers sure. and competition for jobs and right. things like that. So um, he set me up with a phone interview with the director of brewing operations for Rock Bottom, and we had an hour-long conversation. I paced around the brew house and drank a beer while we had the conversation. At the end of the conversation, he said, you know what? You, are, um, you don't have the experience. 
you're totally underqualified, <laughs> but you've got a great attitude yeah. and you're really passionate and I think you're going to do a great job. Congratulations. You're the new head brewer at rock bottom. <laughs> I was, I was 25 years old. I'd been brewing beer professionally for a, a year. year and they handed me the keys to a brewery and, uh, I was like, well, okay. So great. you're basically the king of right place, right time. Oh, I am the king, right? <laughs> right place, right time is kind of my philosophy. Yeah. So hey, right a tattoo, right time. a tattoo and right. just says right place, right, right time. Dude, that's in Latin. Awesome. Yeah, in Latin. There you go. I'm just nice. kind of blown away by the story because, I mean, we've asked some stories throughout. This, by the way, we just have some guests over here. Oh, okay. Hey, guests. This is, Hi. This is Shane. Hi. And yeah, this Hi. is Hello, Shane and fiance. Do you have a name? Kenzie. 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 Yep. Hi. Yeah, we're here this with is Clay. Sun King. Yeah, Clay, Clay from Sun, Sun King. King. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I just want to listen. Good to yeah, see you. I want to listen and hear the stories. No worries. This is like the first time we've actually had people that want to be in here and listen to us. I know. It's crazy. Uh, do they do that out in the world, or are we talking to nowhere? No, we, that, we get, lis- we get <laughs> Sorry. listeners. We, get we get listeners. had to drop a little sass. Uh, I, I don't know, Clay. Damn. Have you listened to any of our episodes yet? I so, oh, snap. How good, oh, wait a minute. No, <laughs> oh, this? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 wait. I know, it's life-proof. It's life-proof. Oh, yeah. Know, it's life-proof. Yeah. I, I sell Fuck them. Fuck that phone. <laughs> oh. And I had to get talked out of yeah. throwing it off of a six-story balcony in Washington, D.C. Oh, is they only, these, these, Yeah, yeah. It's the life-proof case. Is this part of the uh, Washington, D.C. stories that Holly might know oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. <laughs> totally. Wait, so, what you, so he's, he's shitting on his iPhone. Is yeah. that what I'm hearing? No, oh, no. Yeah. I love my iPhone. <laughs> I just don't like to receive phone calls. And so <laughs> when they come in, when they come in, I generally have a tendency to throw it. And when I drink, <laughs> I throw my phone more. Yeah. And then people are like, did you just throw your phone? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll throw it again and smash it against the wall. In case you didn't hear that no literally clay did just yes, throw his phone it. across the if library you, here at Moe's. it's somewhere under a table it's, over, it's actually over if, if the guest can probably go pick up his phone it might be important it's, <laughs> it's my move yeah. <laughs> he just got a major deal that just came yeah. in via email and said hey uh we'd really love to have some but something. you have to reply within 20 minutes <laughs> so. oh they're shit out of luck <laughs> if they're if they're putting that out then screw that right well, it's not I, even worth it i guess it. i have to go with the cream ale because if i say anything else i'm gonna get shit they have osiris and Wemac in cans yeah but this is 350 draft night Oh, That's I didn't why we know. Yeah. 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 How about I buy you a beer? Uh oh. You don't have to buy me a beer. But I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have a okay. okay. I'm gonna have a But I'm mail. gonna. All right. Email. Yeah, that works. I'll do one too. I got it. I know. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Look and see it comes back. It's like it's great. It's a fucking boomerang. It's a boomerang. <laughs> dude, dude, you just had a Verizon guy go pick up your phone and bring it over. This better be Verizon, because if it's AT&T, you realize it's he just AT&T. burned himself. Oh, oh. Dude, you gotta go clean. You gotta wash your hands. Dude, you gotta go wash your hands. Don't fucking touch that food, dude. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, really. No, so, all right. So, oh no, I got. Yeah, just because I want to break up the monotony a little bit. Um, so, monotony. Uh, is this is monotony. I'm sorry. I, I drone on. Jesus. I talk no, a lot. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. What an asshole. Uh, that's why it's called permanent relegation. Because we're so hard on ourselves. Um, but uh, the thing is. <laughs> yeah, the sweet boomerang phone. Um, the uh, one of the one of the ladies at Triton who was pouring our beer oh, the yes. other day, the uh, on a Saturday. I can't remember her name, but she said she used to hang out with you all the time at, at Wabash. Oh uh, Jesus! Okay, okay, that was a she long was, time ago. But basically, this was her comment. Mm-hmm. She goes, "You can tell Clay." She goes, um, you "Probably still remember me. I could still fit into my schoolgirl schoolgirl uniform." And I remember him when he could still see his feet. I was like, oh, damn. But then he walked in today wow. and I said, I said, I was Must like, well, the way about, they yeah. made him sound is like he's she, like super fat or something. She, so. she might have me confused with someone else. I've always been able to see my feet. Oh. <laughs> All right. Except if my penis is in the way. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. And the other oh. thing was that. Dick jokes. Um, That's what we always come to. I heard from, I think it was from Holly, yep. that you have a list of Yelp reviewers 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do. That Your you favorite. like that you like to keep a list of Yelp or uh, bad Yelp reviews. I actually, uh, I, I, the social media thing is fun. We've been talking yeah. about this, yeah, and yeah. one of the things that's so fucked up about social media is that anybody can spit out anything that's that they want the at any that's time. What the it is for. But it's it's interesting. I had a, an interesting conversation over uh, over a lunch the other day with some oldie timers, um, and they actually <laughs> were talking about Facebook and Twitter, and it just interesting how like at different points in time in the world like if you really wanted to put something out there like that or chastise somebody you had to go through the effort to like write them a scathing letter right now you can just like type things Look on your fucking phone stamp and, and put it on do some work this guy just it. cut me off i'm gonna put uh-huh. it on fucking twitter Fuck yeah. you, douchebag. so <laughs> right. so it's really easy it's really easy to talk shit yeah and like keyboard said, warriors people, keyboard t- courage. people yep. talk shit about sunlight I love it. I think it's a great beer, and a ton of people drink it, and I'm really happy. <laughs> Quite frankly, check and go, yeah, 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 this shit pays the bills, motherfuckers. <laughs> Sunlight Cream Ale allows us to make Grapefruit yes, Jungle, that's and right. that's how yeah. the fucking but brewing Clay world is works. But also saying in that so. that he loves all the people who oh, buy yeah. his beer. <laughs> I do. And, uh, Sun King is very I, appreciative of all of their followers. I actually am appreciative of all of <laughs> our followers. Just so you know, for the first half hour so, of this podcast, yeah. all Clay's been doing is just throwing hundreds up in the air. All I've got is a $10 bill. Oh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> in my wallet that used to be the Hoosier Dome. So. <laughs> oh, good, this guy yeah, is I good. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no what? shit. Yeah, people for urban progress. They make this shit out of the Hoosier Dome. Oh, fuck hey, yeah. by the way, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it it's like canvas. Good. It's durable. I took this card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so. all say CID. Oh. And they've got, a, they've got a picture yeah. of fat hey. me on it. Does anybody ever take fake like does anybody ever do the check id does anybody ever check that yeah regularly really yeah. i've used my wife's card before them. and it says the id <laughs> on the back and she never like they're Dude, like it says heather burdett on it it's not even hey heather oh, it's yeah. good to see you yeah it's awesome i'm, I'm european so, i got a chick's name so so <laughs> holly is correct to get back to the yeah, point because okay. it is kind of we funny but and so when i ran our social media i actually and and as a company, we're pretty responsive. Like, if you have an issue and you put it on Facebook or Twitter, Will or a Yelp review, we'll actually reach out and be like, so what was up? You know, what was your problem? I've had people like, that dude in the tasting room is a dick. Like, well, which dude is it? Oh, it's the mustache, long hair guy. Yeah, he's oh, got a so shitty attitude. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's more beards than mustaches. But, but you know, we, we actually try to respond and, you know... Uh, I have, I kind of came across, I've come across a number of reviews and there are actually, there are people out there that I've never met before that literally fucking hate us. And it's amazing to me because they take a lot of time and effort to actually like continue to review like and say things like I've tried everything they've ever had and it's all shit I would rather drink piss and you're like wow <laughs> Jesus I mean are you sure you're not supposed to be on CoorsLight.com uh-huh. so <laughs> silver bullet bullshit <laughs> but uh, but yeah so so there are a number of funny reviews and I have a friend who opened a brewery in Denver called Prost and uh, Bill had just opened up and um, they started getting reviews and I actually I read them more for fun they used to really anger me um, and I literally like if I knew where you lived I would actually not on your door and walk up to your house and go so what's the fucking problem like i wouldn't punch you or anything i'm like so i want to know what i did like me and then and then and then if they don't have a really good answer i just touch their butthole so they think i was creepy (laughs) and then they'd have a fucking reason you know that's I'm gonna walk up and I'm gonna I'm gonna thunder tongue your fart box just <laughs> yeah, so that just, you know yeah. this is what's oh, happening. Oh, so I, I carry nitro gloves. We've got them all over the brewery, so there'd be no there'd be no ass to finger contest. I just, I just content. almost want to just put the fucking headphones down and just be done. 
and just walk away. And that's it. This has been permanent relegation. We'll never invite Clay back no. again. Oh, Dude, no. I want this guy as a permanent yeah, member I, I here. I think Clay's going to be on for every show going so, forward. Um, all right. So I didn't know it was going to be this fun. Oh, oh, you know what? We get that God, a lot. Fuck. We get that a lot. We were, we were that's one nerd in, in a mom's basement who wanted to interview one dude. He came <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, there, oh, was a, there was a comedian. There's a comedian that, uh, that was in town at Morty's who has like shout 20. Shout out at MMA Roasted. Thank yes, you for having like us. has like 27,000 followers. And I emailed him. I said, hey, do you, do you mind if we come and interview you for my podcast? And he's like, sure. What time do you want to come over? I'm like, holy shit, this guy's like, okay. But and you then, were willing to stalk him at his hotel. No, and all he this shit, invited so. us to. The, I was like, we can meet. We can meet. Uh, we can meet up at Moe's. No, but I said it was really creepy. I said, yeah. dude, it's kind of creepy that we're here on a random we're day and we're gonna go to this dude's hotel room and do a yeah. podcast. So like, we go up there. It sounds like a bad gay porn. The, uh, <laughs> so. the, the bathroom door. The someplace. lights. The lights. The lights on in the bathroom door. There's like towels. Like. Stopping the it's door open. It's fucking steamy as yeah, shit yeah. in there, We're dude. thinking I'm that like, there's going to be like some uh, Korean prostitute that's just going to jump out and go, why are you oh, not Korean? pay now? <laughs> oh, awesome. my God, dude. <laughs> but anyway. There's a racist start. Mm, that's all right. Just it's do okay. it. So quick. Did he come out yoked up and oily? No, but he had some like lube Bummer. or something on yeah. the uh, on the couch. But the point is, as we got going, <laughs> he goes. <laughs> <laughs> the point is somewhere else. Yeah, it was. The point was definitely somewhere else. But so we all touched each other's buttholes. Right. And so at the end, he goes, no, I was really nervous about this because I thought it was just going to be one nerdy dude in his mom's basement that came in here and wanted to he goes, oh, you guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> this is a great time. So ah, that's why it pays to listen to old episodes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe I'll do that. I was going to ask you. Should him. listen to Holly I actually, and Justin's. I, I'm technologically incapable. Remember, I told you I found out about Twitter earlier a few years back. I just learned how to listen to podcasts, um, and well, I started. I started with how to do everything because I wanted to know how to do everything. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I fell in love with the toilet of the week. So <laughs> I like which uh, is a good which is a good Joe, feature. I listen to Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan? podcast a lot. That's uh, a really good one. Because uh, they have a lot of. We talk uh, about getting high all the time yeah. and yeah, they just all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, um, we are on iTunes, so we, you can oh, access excellent. us through your uh, your iPhone. I'll listen to you while I'm on the treadmill in the mornings, oh, working off my Being fat angry. belly. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm much yeah. less angry. I've actually gone through some pretty angry periods of time in my life. I'm much less angry these days. But aren't you? Uh, aren't you getting married? Uh, I do. I get married in September. Yeah, congratulations! Thank you very much. I uh, yeah. Who is the? Uh, Unfortunate lady, as uh, they would told me. Actually, everyone everyone who knows me uh, generally thinks that Staria deserves a place in heaven, or that there's something <laughs> special. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that girl? She's yeah. really cute, and she likes you. See, so. every girl gets that. See, they're about to get married, oh, and the same thing. They get the same thing. September. Oh, you're gonna marry that guy? Oh, you're marrying that fucking guy? What Great. September. Yeah. Seventh? Seventh? I'm getting married on September 5th. Oh, well, there so, you go. Aww. We can celebrate our anniversary Maybe next year. Maybe they should have a whole bunch of kegs of Sun King oh, at the fucking there. wedding. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, plug in. Plug Seriously, in. We're killing it. it. We're getting the going. But yeah, yeah, so going out to Lyons, Colorado, getting married a couple, like a half mile down from the original Oscar Blues pub nice. and uh, on a little farm, getting away, getting nice hitched. Small, small ceremony? Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. Totally. My, my lady is from Alaska, so she was born and raised on the side of a mountain in off Alaska. Your, uh, off your website? Really? Hold uh-huh. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Wait, so, dirt okay, so dirt what, Road, what, Alaska. Really, like not near any particular Juneau? Um, in Homer. Homer. So okay. like two and a half hours 240 miles, five hours southwest of Anchorage. Okay. So like yeah, a fishing seriously. village. Yeah, okay, like, totally. And it seems like oh, it seems like awesome. based off some of the your blog posts that that's like your that's that's the place that you would love oh, to yeah. be all that's, the time. That's that's <laughs> my I mean, escape. I, that, I, I when agree. when times get really really bad and I've had you know it. it Running a brewery, as awesome as it is, is not always easy, it's and there are business, things dude. that it's come up, and it's a business, and there are times, and uh, you know, there are times, and there are challenging different things, and last week, somebody was in my office bitching about something that was going on, and I literally looked at them, and I was like, you think you're the only one fucking problems? Like, 
I know I'm, I'm trying to solve your shit and help you out here, <laughs> but at this point in time, I just got back from a fucking week's vacation and I walked into a shit storm. And right now, if you'd give me a hundred bucks for my share in this company, I'll go retire to a fucking hill <laughs> in Alaska and leave this shit behind. Wow. So. Yes. It was a pretty rough day. Well, see, and this now is, you know why that I was an angry day. Well, and see, <laughs> this is an angry well, and this day. is a little different than so for the last two weeks that we've had with both Triton and Black Acre is, I think you guys suffer a little bit of different pains than some of the other breweries do because you guys have gotten bigger. You yes. guys, your distribution is bigger, um, and so you get to see when I start talking about oh, it's a business, it's a business, especially last week, obviously yeah, because yeah. they're really small. No, you know it's blah blah. It's not that big. No, and for you, you're like, no, man. It's not just it's not just brewing beer and it's great and everything is fucking roses. No, it's a business, and mm-hmm. I gotta fucking deal with bills and I gotta deal mm-hmm. with these people. And there's people who don't put my fucking beer out the right mm-hmm. way, and there's people that let it spoil. <laughs> yeah. And people don't want to keep you. it cold. Right. You know, people bitch about different things that we do. Like, why do we have to keep it cold? Because it's fresh beer, and we want it to be the <laughs> best beer possible. Do you Should ever I put drink oxygen beer? in there? Should I put <laughs> a bunch of oxygen in the tank? So. Is that good? Because yeah. uh, I think that makes yes. beer better. <laughs> yes. How many employees do you guys have? Uh, uh, we have 40 full-time employees. So literally four years ago, right now, there were four of us who worked in 13,000 square feet and did every single job that there was. I was an assistant brewer for Dave. He ran our, ran our brew house. He still runs our beer program and is our head brewer. Um, I delivered. I would come in. I would help out with the brew a little bit. I'd line up deliveries. I would deliver beer from like 11 or from like 10 to 11 or 12. I would come back in. I would work around the brewery until 1 or 2. Could I have an Osiris, please? Yes, please. Straight in the can. That's how I like it. Um, See, now I'm going to have to have one after this. Damn it. But, uh, but, Mm. and so, kind of. We, 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 we have been fortunate. And a lot of it goes back to that thing when I was saying, like, oh, then that was the thing that I was saying earlier is that, like, nobody who invested in Sun King has made money. I took a pay cut to start my own brewery. Dave took a pay cut. My father, I pulled out of retirement at 70 to be the business mind because Dave and I were smart enough to know that we know a lot about beer, but we don't know a lot about business. And he's a really excellent businessman, has been mentoring me. He used to run a food production facility, um, and then he ran a machine shop. And I'm literally like, a brewery is nothing but a food production facility that needs a bunch of crazy shit machined. So, you know, we pulled him. Cheers, oh, guys. Cheers. 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 Thank you for coming. Yes, Clay, sir. thank you so much. Ah. Quick, this we always do this. Yeah. This is kind of tradition here, so cheers. Thank you. People are used so. to the pauses of when we order more beer and then we would cheers right. our guests. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. So, so, yeah, so, um, so we really have this kind of motto, like when, when we – start to when we bring in any money we spend it um and we're really good at spending money but we spend it and we spend it in really important ways we spend it to hire more people to do the jobs that are necessary to grow the company and make more beer we buy more equipment so that we can make more beer and we invest in really cool fun shit that actually helps make our beer better we spent a lot of money in the last year on a lab. We've got an incubator and an autoclave and a centrifuge and a gehaltometer, which is this crazy German device. We're gonna take over it, the world. Yes, <laughs> it, the, it's the Germans. Exactly. It sounds like <laughs> that. You're like, we, and we have We're a gehaltometer. So <laughs> I always bring it, but it measures it measures CO2 levels, dissolved oxygen levels. Yeah. So we've got a guy, our chief science officer, James, used to work at Schlafly. He Went to Siemens or uh, uh, the Domans Academy in uh, Germany yeah. and studied at Siebel University in Chicago. And he literally uses this machine and he goes around and checks different points throughout the process to see where oxygen pickup is. Because if we can eliminate oxygen pickup earlier in the brewing process, and then it, when it comes down to a can or a draft, there's less oxygen in it, so our beer stays fresher. So we do all of this shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I've so, got a little bit of a nerd bone right there. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, I'm definitely told a half chub right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Like a Meter does it every time. <laughs> oh, Rise, the boys crazy. When you got one, you were like, oh, 
Uh, hey, everybody, the Altimeter. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'm going to go as Halloween this year. So, <laughs> Altimeter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, obviously, you guys are a little different than most. Mm-hmm. So, you, when you send out to, to liquor stores and those, and you do your production or bottling, it's not bottling, mm-hmm. it's canning. It is. So, what made you decide to go different than everybody else? So, you have a kind of school of thought, which is funny. And actually, I, I bring Johnny Bam back up because, again, he, he, he really started kind of the food truck revolution here. Oh, and yeah, he always he did. said, and Johnny said, Whenever you see everybody doing something, do the fucking opposite. That is. <laughs> you know, so, so everybody does. I, bottles. I knew I liked that guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> and he goes, uh, and you guys are doing cans. So, what made you decide can is where so, it's at, and that's what's up? I, well, I, I think if you do look at Sun King and you look at even a lot of other breweries, local or not, like we try to do things that we want to do, and we really don't. We actually, I get turned off by sales pitches from people and I get people coming at me all the time. And they're like, Oh, well we work with so-and-so and so-and-so and they're doing this and this and this. And I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. And they're like, but it works really well. I'm like, I don't fucking care. That's their thing. Like our thing is not their thing and we don't want to do what other people do. So it's never really been important. Um, the can thing goes back to Dave and I both had can collections as teenage boys. So like, I've been enamored with beer my entire life. I really, truly have. And so I had a can collection. Uh, The food company that my dad had when I was a kid, I was born in 75. So in 1982, my dad sold his his business partners had grown this food company on the east side of Indianapolis, and they sold it to a division of a company you might have heard of called Anheuser-Busch. Um, so, so my dad, so my dad sold out this food company at Anheuser-Busch, and he didn't want to sell it out. And yeah. so, um, but when he did, we got all this cool Do Anheuser-Busch have a stuff. Spoon around somewhere? Do you have a silver spoon? <laughs> uh, the, the, the good news is the the the, the interesting part of that so story you are is right place, right time. Uh, oh yeah, totally. The the, 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 the <laughs> most interesting part of the story, and, and it goes to a lot of what Sun King is because it's a conglomeration of my experiences and Dave's experiences and how we feel about the world. But I watched my father take a company that he had grown from the ground up. They actually bought a bankrupt dairy and turned it into a $10 million food processing facility doing private label sour creams and salad dressings for Kroger in the days of Ponderosa and Bonanza, things like that. Yeah, salad bar, man. They invented that shit. My dad made those salad dressings. Um, Yeah, seriously. I grew up on that shit. Uh I was so close to the house. We went to Ponderosa Uh every week. Oh, I grew up in Ponderosa. Ash, we called it Ponda Grossa. Yeah, it, it went that way. <laughs> Don't you talk but, about Clay's dad? So, <laughs> but Sorry. so he so they had five partners, and three of them wanted to sell, and they all got one million dollars in 1982. And that seemed like a lot of money. And every one of the three other motherfuckers who wanted to sell, actually one was retiring and it didn't matter. He was already well off. The other two guys wanted to wanted to sell out and they thought a million dollars would cause them to never have to work again. Every one of those motherfuckers went back to work. My dad continued to work for Anheuser-Busch for about two years until they actually gave him a severance package and they paid him for a year to not come to work. They're like, wow. you are an angry, unreasonable asshole because he hated working for corporate America. So, you know, I get the question from people like, oh, you're growing Sun King, when are you going to sell out? Like, I'm not going to sell out because I've worked too hard to build this company. So we kind of do what we want. We try to do things the way that we want to do it. Dave and I had can collections as a kid, so I'm rolling it all back. Um, And um, my sister lives in Colorado. So in, uh, in the early 2000s, I was visiting her a lot. um, And, uh, and I remember being in a liquor store in Colorado and I saw a can of pale ale and it was Dale's pale ale. And I, I loved pale ales. I, you know, I, I'd been drinking Sierra Nevada all the time. I'm like, holy shit, a pale ale in a can. I have to buy that. <laughs> and I, I just had to try it. And then yeah. I tried it, and I'm like, holy shit, this pale ale in a can is fucking good. And so... So is there a science? That's good. Go ahead. Great. So, um, so, <laughs> I, so 
over the years when Dave and I, and actually when we founded Sun King, we spent 2005 to 2008 talking about what we would do if we could open our own brewery. Yep. And it wasn't like, well, we're going to brew Sunlight Cream Ale. It was like, what was the best job you had? Worst job you had? What drives you crazy about this place? You know, how do you want to treat employees? How do you want to get involved in the community? What kind of culture do you want to have? It was all these broad things. And we always knew that if we were going to put beer into a small package, we would put it in a can. Okay. Um, Dave worked at Circle V back when it was in Castleton in the late 90s. They had a little Maheen bottler and he was a annoyed as shit every brewer that i've ever known that's run a small bottling line is been annoyed because i talked to dave when i did the brew tour just real quick i jumped in the middle of his brewery tour he had some <laughs> people in there and i just walked in the bag with the with the rail splitter and was like hey and so when he was talking about that he goes uh, the bottling we can fill them fast the labeler sucks it yeah. breaks down half the time he goes and it, it's not the most efficient but we can get some stuff out and it was sure. really weird to hear that and that's so. that's that's literally how bottling is so i'd never worked on bottling the only thing i'd ever done was hand bottling for competitions and it was a pain in the ass and you know at the end of the day the greatest enemies of beer are sunlight oxygen and heat um, heat we take care of because we mandate that all of our accounts keep our beer cold. Once we get it cold, we store it cold. We deliver it on cold trucks. Our distributors pick it up cold. They transport it cold. They deliver it cold. It stays cold. And hopefully if it stayed cold, it gets to you and it's a delicious fresh beer. Um, so we can mitigate that. Sunlight and oxygen. Did Moe's do a good job? Yeah, Moe's okay. did a great job, actually. <laughs> see what date that is. Look at the date. Oh, yeah, there oh, we go. Sure. Oh. One, three, one, nine, something. It's... Brontosaurus Rex. I don't know. Um, I'll look at my code. Um, so they all say different weird things on the bottom. So we need. We need. Hey Rob, God. get in here. Rob. No, no. I, I think we're good. It actually okay. tastes really quite delicious. So, so sunlight, impermeable vessel. No matter how dark a bottle is, yeah, sunlight can get through right. it. And and sunlight, when it comes in contact with right. hop oils, creates a chemical reaction that actually creates a substance called mercaptan. McCrapson. And that is what skunks make when they spray you when they're scared. So that's why beer skunks is sunlight. Oxygen is your other deteriorant. Um, and so no matter how hard you can only, you can only crimp a bottle cap on a bottle so hard um, before the bottle will break and there's crimps. So over time, bottle caps can actually fail and allow oxygen back up into the bottle. So I have friends who run bottling breweries across the country that will tell you, unless the best way to bottle is to bottle condition, because you actually, it, the dosing it with a little bit of yeast causes final fermentation in the bottle, Sierra bottle conditions, New Belgian bottle yeah. conditions, and it consumes any little bit of oxygen that's in there and ferments in the bottle. So bottle conditioning is a little bit better than straight force carb bottling, but bottle caps can fail. You've got sunlight, you've got oxygen. The seam on a can actually is rolled over metal on metal and it actually locks in like an S. So you get a perfect seal right. that locks out the oxygen. Our canning line has a super low oxygen pickup. Um, and then at the end of the day, it was actually one of those things like everyone else bottles. So when we put our beers out finally in a small package oh, and you cool go in on, on and you look on a shelf, you're like, oh, well, there's all of these. It reminded me of the first time that I ever found Dale's Pale Ale. And I'm like, oh, hey, what am I gonna, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right, yeah. and then you're and actually we're we're super. Our art I think is awesome. Uh, our artist Shane, Shane Brown is fantastic. He used to work with me at so Rock Twitter, Bottom forever ago. Shout out for Twitter. Uh, I don't think that not? Shane Brown twats, but okay. <laughs> he does love the twat. Shane Brown, this this twats yeah. for you. All right. <laughs> And, and there's an ode back to Anheuser Busch. Yes. That was really good. Ah, really yeah. thank you, nice thank you, thank you. You didn't even mean it, but and one of the things too, you know, you're talking about your your art, and uh, we we've talked to everybody about naming. 
How, how who comes up with the names? Who how do you get the names? What where does the naming um, come from? Besides the eight eighty eight yeah. nine ninety nine, that's really oh first off our <laughs> well, our episode three uh-huh. our episode three he was fucked up off of eight eighty eight. I got we got well, I got this growler of eight eighty eight, and then we had uh, Osiris. And I actually had, had this foxy jam pants. Yeah, and foxy I was jam pants. dude. Yeah. She's that's a mean exactly what bitch. I said. I said <laughs> and she will I lay said, you down. That's foxy and jam and pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get. So we had three of us here. We had Popper, who's not here. We had Chris and We were and outside. We were outside of my deck and just drinking growlers. And we all had to growl it to ourselves. And, and you could literally. And you had 888. I yes. had 888. Done. And dude. you could hear me halfway through just go, hang on, I gotta go he take a piss. You came a different person. I came back and I was a completely different person. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, It'll bring it out in you. Yeah, I did. So, it was delicious. So, so the triple beer numbers is something that, that we do um, because I love palindromes. Okay. So I like things that are the same forward and backwards. Uh-huh. And uh, and a lot of breweries will celebrate. Bell's did like batch 1,000, yeah. 2,000, and some people do 100 and 200. So they'll celebrate kind of numbers. I've always had a thing for palindromes. So when we got to 111, we're like, all right, sweet, 111. Rather than do 100, we're going to celebrate 111. Yeah. And then 222 and 323. And so those – those the numbers are kind of the important thing and we've always made crazy fun beers for those numbers um the names it's all over the board honestly naming come up with naming or? shit yeah i come up with a lot of them dave dave and i come up with a lot of them a number of them are just shit that gets tossed around the brewery we'll name things because it's funny yeah. um like our first beers we, honestly we made beers I knew that I wanted to name our pale ale Osiris before I ever wrote Why the business that? plan. Osiris is the Egyptian god of vegetation, so uh, hops are vegetation, and he's also the god of underworld, so that's deliciously yes. evil. Um, <laughs> so, and I just thought it sounded really cool, and like just put Osiris. The on there. And we were, we were, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not quite the right eye, but it's an Egyptian symbol, and yeah. most of America is stupid. Not Sun King drinkers, they that's, all know. That's the tattoo my wife has on the back of her oh, neck. Is too. it? Yeah. So, so I knew we wanted to do Osiris. Um, <laughs> it's really it. So, and then actually sunlight became a name. I named that while we were, I was driving a forklift because we were actually, we had made the beer. We had no names. Our beers were coming out in like a week to 10 days. And we're like, well, we got this fucking cream ale. Like, what are we going to name it? Like, well, we can't name it anything light because it has to meet caloric specifications and, and like driving around. I'm like, how about sunlight? And like, oh, sunlight, you know, the sun, we're the sun <laughs> king, sunlight. Yeah. That was easy. Boom. So like and grapefruit, Wemack. grapefruit jungle. Oh, Wemack oh. is actually uh, my, my, my soon to be wife's last name is McKinstry, Scottish descent. Her father is a fisherman in Alaska, a retired yeah. fisherman, and everyone calls him Mac. Um, so okay. it's got the Scottish flag and it's right. kind of a, uh, it's kind of a play on his name. Um, and it's a Scotch, Scottish ale, not a Scotch right. ale. Actually, right. we catch a lot of shit on bad reviews because we Mac is a pussy ass Scotch ale. And I'm like, it's read the fucking, fucking can. Scotch it's a Scottish ale. ale. It's a 5.3% sessionable <laughs> beer. It's right. not old chub. Yeah. It's not something that's supposed to tear your head off. Yeah, right. So, well, um, of course, you know, you've got not beers. barley wine. No. <laughs> yes. You know, we can. I guess we we've can turn into beer snobs. We've turned. Yes, you're, you're, it's you're, easy. You're a beer snob. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but it's. But you, I know, love you, my, you have I love like my champagne of beer though. <laughs> yeah, I love my high life. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the super beer snobs that just sit back and they're go and, dicks. and just just and try and basically they're just like movie critics. They're just like yeah. music critics where they they're, they're looking they're, for something that's wrong. They're not trying to praise you. They're trying to destroy mm-hmm. what you basically Certainly. created. Angry. With their own lives. What, what kind of and in you, um, you know, uh, I wanted to talk about this at the beginning too. Where you know, this week is Circle City Beer Week. 
I believe, right? It is. Yeah. And uh, and you, yeah, I was like, I was like, you looked Circle at me like City I was confused. Beer week? Um, but in your, Where the fuck uh, are we again? And who are you people? And why are you in my living room? <laughs> why, why do I have a microphone and headphones on? <laughs> Um, and you uh, just recently uh, became president, uh, uh, yeah. president of the, uh, the Brewers, Brewers of Indiana Guild. guild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, if you're part of a guild, we talked about this the other way. I was like, once you get into the guild and then you become president of the guild, you're kind of a fucking scary yeah. dude. You're like a yeah. warlock. Do you guys sit Charlie around a circle table with now. cloaks <laughs> and sing and like hum a tune before uh, you meet? I wish, but I, I might I might implement <laughs> that as go. a program. That might be the only thing I do is yeah. implement cloaks. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and years from now, they'll be like, I remember. Remember the reign of clay? You have he to, implemented cloaks. You have to put the, the These are tune. really soft. Ace Ventura <laughs> tune is just all righty. Then yeah. let's do this shit. You have uh, to put the brewery logo on the uh, back of the cloak so everybody knows where you're Dude, from. I buy a Sun King uh, cloak. With a <laughs> <laughs> that dude is part of a cult. Uh, yes, a Sun King cult. Uh, I'm in it. That's great. Fuck you, Jim Jones, if he had Sun King. Oh, wait. Too far? Oh, wait, too much? Right. He, was, he was an Indiana boy. Yeah. I know. And you, are you f- you're from around here, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where, so. where where from? Uh, I was born in Beach Grove, Indiana. Uh-oh. So I grew up on the south side of Indianapolis. I went to we Wabash don't? College. Oh, fuck, we just cannot get away from Wabash that's College. Completely what different. Well, no. Well, Wabash College. Right. I'm We've from Wabash. Three Indiana. weeks uh, in a row. Greg Emick. Greg Emick went to Wabash College from Lafayette Brewing Company. Dave Waldman from yep. Triton went to Wabash. Jeff Eaton from Barley Island went to Wabash. DJ McAllister what the from fuck Black is with Acre. What? Um, it's an 800-person university in Crawfordsville, Indiana, yeah, and or it's college, a bu- and it's a bunch and of it's dudes all male, so <laughs> you learn how to drink beer. <laughs> and other things. It's just yeah. called college experimentation. And all right? my entire life, I've had to deal with where I've said, hey, I'm from Wabash. Like, oh, oh, the college? Oh, the college? No, yeah. you fucks the city. Yeah. I'm from okay. the city of it's Wabash. It's okay. I went to Wabash, yeah. and so therefore people are like, oh, opposite? is it in Wabash, oh, Indiana? Yeah. Like, no, it's in yeah. fucking so Crawfordsville. I'm like, Wabash is up here. Crawfordsville's uh, yeah, down Crawfordsville's here. So you know the Wabash you know, River connects. Them you know the thing. What do you know? What the claim well, to fame of Wabash? He didn't listen to the, the podcast, so he won't know the answer the from there. The claim to fame for Wabash, Wabash in the city. The city. For Wabash, India. Indiana. Um, no. First electrically lit city in the world. Oh wow. No. I know. Do no, no. It'll hit you in a second. You go. First off, Dave out of the whole Dave fucking Triton, world. Dave from Triton knew that. And we about how did? How did? Does it? Wasn't Thomas Edison in Philadelphia? He was friends with Honeywell. Uh, of the Honeywell oh, yeah, Corporation, sure. who's from Wabash, and Boom. so he called him and said, "Hey, said, I'm like, out of all he said, come fucking electrify this shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wabash, light up, motherfucker." Yo, Tom, I heard about that kite thing, and I got some bulbs. <laughs> We're gonna burn them. I heard, I heard you stole some shit from Nikola Tesla. Let's go, dude. dude oh. literally, literally, there was a Tesla car out here. Yeah, oh, did you see? That? Have you seen the Tesla four door? Was that what it was? Yes, dude. Oh. The S, dude. It's eighty-seven thousand. Okay, it has a seventeen-inch touchscreen on the inside. We're looking at. I was going. That's a fucking the most baddest ass electric mm-hmm. car. Um, zero to sixty in four seconds on an electric <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah. Fuck you, petrol. That? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't uh, need and you. And it's silent. And you're big on the you're big on organics or organics things uh, and 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 being. We're 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 pretty big on green. Yes. Um. Yeah. So um, you know, organics organics are rough. The brewing industry. Um. You know, there's not a lot of organic ingredients hops um yeah so hops feel coming in are you guys involved with them as well this this Uh, on the east east side side. um i'm i know those folks through some other people Um, um we've been working for the last couple of years with a guy named ryan hammer and he's got three hammers hops farm uh three hammers hop farm and so he's got rows of cascades and chinooks and last year we made a three hammers wet hop osiris um and uh so 
so we've been working with that fellow um, to kind of help him cultivate his program. Um, I'm familiar with those guys. Indiana is a weird, weird yes. climate for hops. It's really on like the bottom level like uh, longitude of Michigan, be Michigan is better and Michigan has a lot of that. I'm glad people are doing it. I don't know that you can do it on a scale that's sustainable from a business standpoint, okay. but you know, just like anything, I mean, when I, when I actually, I didn't tell anyone I was starting a brewery until I had funding because I didn't want to be that person who's like, oh, yeah, what did you, you leave your job for? I'm starting a brewery. Like, oh, yeah, sweet. And then you see me six months later. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm starting a brewery. Well, that guy's not done shit. <laughs> so, but, so I didn't tell anyone until I had funding and the business plan was done. Yeah. And I literally remember the first time and the dozens of times after when I said, people said, what are you doing now? I go, I'm starting a brewery. And they're like, so is it a brew pub? Like, no, it's not a brew pub. And they're like, well, how are you going to sell any beer? I'm like, what do you mean? Well, if you don't have food, who's going to buy your beer? And like, what? You, you don't have <laughs> what any. What kind of people are you talking to? Seriously, people in the beer no, industry. There was no brewery in Indianapolis. Up. We spent a year planning a brew pub because that's all Dave and I ever knew. Yeah. And our brew pub was actually planned with Craig and Derek, who own the local. So if you could imagine the local with seasonal beers, if you could imagine the local in Sun King had mm. Mad Love, which mm. we still do yeah, for you each guys other. Do. Um, but that would be what our brew pub would have been. Huh? Have you been to the local? The local eatery, 146th and Gray Road. We gotta go sometime. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, fucking delicious. delicious. Okay. Oh, boom. I oh, oh. That was awful, by the way. <laughs> That's but, uh, terrible you know, high five. The microphone's all the up in my too, grill. Is, is, you just need He's talking, but here's the thing. He's yeah, high five to Clay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's got to be real. And the thing okay. is, is that obviously we've learned that we're all nerds at this table, so that was an appropriate high five for yeah. nerds. <laughs> I like the pain. Okay, so... Well, no, the local so is when you're talking about okay, yeah, so yeah, because I started thinking about this, and, and you obviously you know Ted Miller. I do. Okay, so we were texting back and forth on our way here. Well, he's, he's on the show at the end of the month. Oh yeah, on my birthday. We'll Tell him I said fuck off. Well, uh, actually, we will. If you want, come up. Just come up to Bruges and fuck shit up. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Oh, you're doing it at Bruges. Yeah. Bruges. All right. If I'm still and awake at 9 p.m., I'm coming to fuck birthday. up his it's program. It's his birthday. Yeah, oh so. wow. Um, I'll dip my nuts in his beer. <laughs> no, his. While he's not looking. Oh, yours then. Yeah, my well, birthday. you get the nuts. <laughs> oh, Wouldn't be nuts. the first time. Another reason why cans are awesome. Can't get your nuts in my can. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it depends. Hey, oh. Okay. So, well, yeah, because, I mean, they, they he moved their brewing piece besides there. I mean, obviously, they came in 2006. Uh-huh. So, they moved out to Terre Haute to do a lot of their brewing and some bottling. So, when you said, what? <laughs> oh, you got I'm going to need... I can't hear a thing. <laughs> Thank you, miss. Yes. That's what I'm doing. I wanted to do that, but apparently I'm getting this. Did you get some more of that shitty sunlight? Oh, don't worry. I'll write a bad Yelp review about no. this place. No, this, <laughs> <laughs> this, is fucking... a, this is Flight 12. This is their uh, half cycle. Huh. Dude, half cycle. That's cool. That's 104.5. Not so sure about the point five. It's a hoppy ass beer. It's so fucking weird. Like, how do you just figure? Eh, it's not a well, here's the thing. We they're, on, they're we, on next week, so I got to do the research. I, I've I've drank enough of your beers. Well, tell, tell Rob I said hi. Research. Yeah. I have to do the research for well, some game. Our, our biggest, our, our hoppiest beer is uh, Cream Dream, and it comes out in August, and it's an ongoing IPA series. It's actually a conversation Dave and I have been having for five plus years now about how to make a really good hoppy beer yep. every year around the GABF. There's a competition called the Alpha King challenge and That's, it's hosted by three Floyds and hop union. That. And so cre- the cream like dream the for me, it's the best fucking IPA. It's a good IPA. It's been top rated so, over and over and over. So, so the Alpha King Challenge okay. is, is sponsored by Three Floyds <laughs> and Hop Union, and okay. it's basically a competition where 50 or 60 breweries from around the country send their biggest, baddest, hoppiest beer. And Dave and I have been trying to win, place, or show for five or six years now, right. actually. And uh, 
two years ago we got third place with Cream Dream Four. Uh, I can't even remember what the fucking it's subtitle Cream was that. Six? Cream, Dream, that Cream Dream, Cream Dream, Dream like Five, <laughs> Cream Dream Five is Hops Live. It's Cream themed Dream off of Four Dream Harder. Yes. Oh no, Five was. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That needs so to be actually, year. we are on Six. Six is Six is Hops Live. But <laughs> anyway, Six the Revenge it, of the it Cream. literally it, it's it's Hoppy. It's Hoppy number is one hundred plus. Because okay. you get to a certain point with I the hops that it that really is. like. I don't know what the real number is, but people will tell you that like past like ninety IBUs, you really can't just. It's fucking Hoppy. You know. At some point in time, <laughs> like, like, uh, like honestly, Pliny the Elder, uh, I Vinny is a great guy. I spent some time with him. I think Pliny is a good beer. They actually make an IPA at Russian River that's called the Blind Pig, um, and it is a less alcoholic um, with a great hop, nice and dry. And honestly, Pliny the Elder gets all of the play in the world. But most people that I know that have been to the Russian River Pub are like, yeah, Pliny's great, but fucking Blind Pig, that beer is good because it's like. 80 IBUs and 7%, whereas Pliny's like 10 or 11 and 198 IB, whatever it is. But, you know, at some some point in time, like, and that's one of the things that I hope people notice about our beers. Occasionally, Cream Dream's a pretty assertive hoppy beer. We really like balance. We want you. You can have more than just this one, like, half Mm -hmm. can and go. Fuck, I did the challenge, but uh-huh. I don't want to fucking die I can go now. out and mow yeah. the lawn. And, uh, <laughs> mow Sweat the lawn that now. booze back yeah, out. Exactly, right? That's Not right. on a riding motor. That'd be drinking and mowing. <laughs> can you get arrested for that? Uh, yes, you can. On Dude, the streets. Yeah, yeah. riding on the streets. <laughs> if you're drunk enough to drive your lawnmower on the streets, you deserve <laughs> yeah, yeah, to get arrested. I have seen that, actually. Yes. I have, too, because I'm from low, Wabash, Indiana. A low-speed chase <laughs> on a riding mower. First electrified city in the world. I have, yes. I've had people that their only automobile is a riding lawnmower. If it's under 80 cc's, it don't need a license. (laughs) Right, baby. Shit gets me to work. (laughs) But they still have a license plate that says low rider. Uh, All right. So, so we've kind of gone off course. Oh my god. No, that's what we do. So, all right. So we'll go back real quick. So, Sun King. Uh How do we come with the name for Sun King to to name the brewery? Um, Naming a brewery outside of naming beers, um, one of the hardest things that you can do. Um, All right. In the can. Oh. I, I, no, I, I just want it. I don't want it poured. That's all right. He takes it in the can is what he's trying to say. Uh, I got, got a lot of parking, in the, of parking in the rear yeah. like Holly. Oh, shout out to Holly. That's right. Um, so I want to get all that good oxygen because I hear it's good for beer. <laughs> that's what, delicious. That's what Clay did when he first got here. He was just poking my butthole just to see. This, What's this? What did you want? No, no, this is what I want. She just poured it in a yeah. glass. Oh, Why? You don't want that? What is it? Just fucking. Hey, this is what she does. The podcast, that's just, what she does. Just fucking drink it. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what it's called. As long as it's not Miller it's and Sun King, just fucking yeah. drink it. Yeah. That's a new yeah. one. That's a great tagline. Good to as use as that. It, yeah, as, as long as it's not one of the national ones, who gives a fuck? Uh, right, exactly. Oh, mm. now Rob comes back to hopefully clean so, up the mess. Where have you been? Uh, why do you? Why do you go to the B team? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, oh shit. Okay, Sun King. He's yelping about it. We have so we have been assholes here. Oh, you're good. Sun King. I'm an asshole, too. Um, <laughs> so uh, naming a brewery is hard. Okay. There are presently over 2,500. When we fired up, there were like 1,800 breweries in the country. Trademark issues are actually becoming a huge thing, and I, we could probably do an entire podcast on shit about that um, because there's been a lot of stuff in NPR and otherwise about it. But like in naming a brewery, you had to uh, – you really have to look – well, you have want to have a cool name to start yes. with. But you also have to start looking. And so we – Dave and I were tossing names back and forth. And really a lot of the essence of Sun King is a reaction to the last decade of our brewing career. We both worked at corporate brew pubs. We were both – 
required to keep six beers on tap day in and day out. We'd have one extra tap, and that one extra tap you could put a specialty or seasonal beer on. So you'd make one new beer every four to six weeks. Okay. And the new beers were the fun shit. It's like, ah, oh, we got this new ingredient. There's a new hop. You okay. know, uh, it's this time of year, and I really want to drink a fucking Kolsch. You know, yeah. and you'd make beers like that. And and so that was really the excitement. So we knew when we opened a brewery that we wanted to make as many seasonal and specialty beers as possible, which is actually the reason that we only make three house beers. We make right. a nice light beer. Okay. We make a smooth multi beer and we make a hoppy beer those are in my opinion like your three major taste profiles right um and then so we wanted to make as many seasonal and specialty beers as we could and so we were looking for names and uh honestly the next best name we ever came up with that we were kind of toying with was solstice um and right. and it was the only market research that i ever did in the history of sun king and uh you know because i was like well, we're going to do this brewery that's going to work people drink beer um that's easy right. but you got to name this something good and so i went around and i was hanging out in bars and and, you know, and talking to people and, and just kind of in yeah, random manners about words. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I, back in that day, it would be like Spencer's Stadium Tavern okay. or going into Rock Bottom okay. uh, downtown. I, I'm kind of a downtown rat. And, uh, I, you know, I'd be like, so what do you think about uh, the word solstice? And invariably, eight out of ten people would give me the blankest stare and go, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I literally I asked my dad and my mom both and they go, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, literally, the people, I'm solstice, summer, winter, spring, fall. It's the fucking essence of seasons. <laughs> it's when yeah. they turn. Right. It's everything seasonal. And everybody's like, yep, not picking up what you're laying down. You're way, so, <laughs> you're way too nerdy for me, yep. nerd. So, so Dave and I started joking that solstice became too esoteric, and right. uh, which was lost on the seasons? people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Woo! And, uh, and, and, and so, so literally, and it, it's, it's a kind of a funny point in Sun King history. Cause Dave came into, I uh, came into the brewery one day when I was still working at the Ram with Dave and it was before I'd left to really write the business plan and kind of pursue things. And he goes, I think I got it. I'm like, what? And he goes, I think I got the name. I said, well, what is the name? And he goes, <laughs> Sun King. And I looked at him and I go, yeah, that's a great name, but it's a great name for a brewery in Phoenix, Arizona or Southern California or yeah. Colorado, somewhere where the sun shines all the time. Or and Aztec. Yeah. So Bullshit. maybe Mexico. Mayan. Mayan. Um, you said Aztec. Last I said Mayan. Yeah, they're they're we'll similar. We'll both of them, no, both of them don't exist anymore. Right. So let's hope Sun King doesn't go the way of the Aztecs or the Mayans. <laughs> yeah. um, so the so, Mayans knew so literally, that, Dave's a really dry smartass, and he actually grabbed me and he drug me to the window. It was a gray March morning. I yep. remember the day, and he points out, and the clouds are kind of there, and the sun's kind of peeking through. He goes, "What's that?" And I go, "What?" He goes, "The fiery ball in the sky." And I go, "It's the sun." And he goes, "Yeah, Clay, the sun shines everywhere." Even on us lowly Hoosiers. And I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. So, and you're like, so, let's write it down. Long story short, I called my sister in the PR business yeah. and I said, what do you think about Sun King? And she goes, I think that sounds great. And I gave her my thing about, you know, not being part of Indiana and all of the things. She goes, you don't know how successful you're going to be. Yeah. And if you are successful and you name it something like the Indianapolis Brewing Company and you eventually want to sell beer in Chicago, nobody in Chicago is going to give a shit. But Sun King yeah. sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, and it, it doesn't have a point in place. It really resonates. Right. And so I was like hmm and then i went on the google machine yep. and i googled it and no one owns sunkingbrewing.com sunkingbrewery.com i went on the uspto machine just buy up domains no. and so nobody owned the fucking trademark rights the domain names anything to do with sun king brewing and i was like fuck yeah intellectually property rights are fucking king so i'm as buying he, that he shit shows his logo on how he's all about it. just fucking throwing his phone everywhere he just he's all about slinging the sun king dick stupid <laughs> phone he does, as he drinks more he just I, I would throw it, I would throw it harder, but there's a lot of windows in here, and I don't want to pay for a window okay, so tonight. Okay, through these Hold blinds, on, no. there's actually no windows. Verizon, I get my phone, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
This that shit, was Clay that was, was a good one. Clay yeah. was just tossing this shit all over. I'm gonna just wait. Like, even in this life proof, he hits it just on the corner of a chair and it just shatters. I challenge the other people on your show to throw their phone. No, because no. I actually I really like love it. My, it still I, goes. I, I got an Android phone. phone. I love my. Oh, phone. I love my phone. I just love that I can throw it. <laughs> it's like it's like the beard. I, I grow a beard because yeah, I can. Yeah. Well, okay. You know what? I, I, Not I because it's devastatingly that. handsome. <laughs> and, I don't know. And, and Clay, massively Clay, rugged. Clay. Clay you're kind of a sexy motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta say. Thank you very much. I, mean, I like where this is going. Like, you probably. I think we're gonna get some fingers and some buttholes soon. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like some elevator talk. Let's That's just right. a quick. Oh. I'll give me my, uh, give my elevator speech. <laughs> oh my god. So, all right, real quick. So we have this on. You guys have been doing some uh, some stuff with uh, these guys. Andy Eleven. We've been yeah. talking to him. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, anything good out of that? No. Um, you guys want to be the official beer of Andy Eleven? Yeah. Um, We're working on it. Our, our goal yeah. is really, from the beginning, has been to be Indianapolis's beer. When I say we want to sell as much beer as close to home, I'm not fucking kidding. We don't sell beer outside of Indiana. Um, we focused on Indianapolis to start with. And, and, and just we gradually, persuaded. yeah, this, this spring we actually launched distributors in the northern two-thirds, the southeast the of the Wayne's state. Fort Wayne's finally getting some yeah. Sun King. Fort Wayne, Holy Valparaiso, shit. South Bend, all of those areas have Sun King on draft and Wabash. in cans. Wabash, Indiana. <laughs> Portage. Oh, yes. oh yeah. up in Portage. <laughs> um, but the Southwest doesn't get it still, so we still don't fill in the entire Evansville's a bunch of motherfuckers. I, I apologize to Evansville. I promise by your first anniversary you'll be able to get Sun King when you go visit your relatives. That's it's that's a, my wedding gift to you. It's all right, Evansville. Yeah. I want to hide And Evansville. That people oh, people oh, are good. That was oh, that was a good solid. one. People in Evansville so. just wish they were in Kentucky in the first place, so it doesn't even really fucking matter. I don't know about that. Yeah, that might be it too. That's why you're here, right? There you go. So, um, yeah, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> about Indy 11. Indy 11. Oh yeah. Just so, um, <laughs> so, so those guys came and visited us. It, it's it's weird and it's who came and saw you? The Indy 11. The Peter. the guys. Yeah, Peter. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Peter and his Molly Kruger. We got on the show. Peter's been on the show. Peter and his posse. There were three of them. They all had Peter's soccer posse. scarves on. Nice. And uh, we gave them a tour of the brewery. They really liked what we do. Yep. Um, as a new sports franchise, and as with all sports franchises, they're really looking for money. Oh. And so uh, I, I can't say yeah. it isn't our game. Yeah. You know, we, we do, like, we work with the Indians, and we have a slight sponsorship with them, and we work with the Pacers. And literally everyone who's approached us about sponsorships, we're actually – really close to nailing down a deal to be in Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, but 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 literally every one of the people who come to us about them, they're like, so this is what we're thinking. And it's like, that's, that's good. You know, and, and, and it's here at $10. Jokesters. Here at Jokesters. You're like, yeah, that's really not up our alley. We don't really have that kind of jack, you know. Yeah. And so um, were you big, amazed at how many pictures Peter probably took while at your birthday? He did take a lot of pictures. <laughs> so the guy loves you say this place is perfect for a really dodgy wrestling event. That guy's. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, he just I went, went to, to the him. WCWO on Kentucky Avenue. Have you ever heard of that? No. On Kentucky <laughs> Avenue, okay? Downtown Indianapolis. You're a downtown oh, yeah, rat. Yeah, okay? I'm familiar with Kentucky so Avenue, for, and I'm not sure I'd see men where, wrestle each do you know other. John's on famous stew is. Oh yeah, hot stew. Right across the street. Yeah. There's a little fucking mm-hmm. warehouse that looks like it used to be like a where uh, people got to, like fixed or not fixed cars, but fucking strip yeah, cars. Yeah, strip cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chop shop. And so, yeah. and they put on a little amateur local wrestling event in there. And it was the most fun I've ever had. Were there singlets? Oh, yeah, there were singlets. Dude, Ooh. but apparently they did the cage, the first match, yeah. and it fucked up, and they couldn't <laughs> they get the couldn't cage off, so everything down. was a cage match. 
<laughs> I couldn't take it down, so it was like, well, every every match tonight is going to be a cage so match. So are you telling me that Peter from the Indy 11 executed that event or just no, took yes. you there? He, he took me there. Okay. He invited oh us. That, he invited me down, and I so went So excited. Oh, so he was, was a nice guy. guy. I'd love to work <laughs> yeah. with them yeah. um, because I, I, I think that it's going to be great. People are going to be really excited yeah. about it. We're actually trying to get our deal with the Lucas Oil Stadium done before yep. the big soccer match that goes on there. We'll so be there. Yeah, August so 1st so that a, people. I mean, you got plenty of time. You only got two weeks. Two weeks. The, the, it's all it's all but signed actually. Uh, yeah? So yeah. So you so you're gonna fucking have stuff on draft. Yeah, if so, we go there, we can get some. So yeah, Lucas Oil, there. Lucas Oil Stadium, fans, Lu- Lucas no. Oil Stadium. Inner fans, fuck you. Lucas Oil Stadium <laughs> oh, yeah. will have a couple of draft stands, and there'll be cans in different places oh, around the place. Jesus. So this year, this well, year for 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 local oh, that, football. That was my dick. We'll make we'll make sure to if if we if you guys get it signed, we'll we'll tweet you guys. Okay. At the at we should be able to make a official announcement, and yeah, definitely maybe a picture. So this might be an picture exclusive. of your squad. Oh, is this, this is an exclusive. A, fuck, I haven't talked. Yeah. I haven't talked about this publicly yet. Okay, uh, we'll be. So. We'll be Sorry. Don't worry. You're cool. Only three people. <laughs> I was gonna say, but I knew no one was listening. <laughs> so oh, you're oh, an asshole. You're self-deprecating. Actually, I get to jab. It, 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 it hurts more when Clay says it because he seems cool, but now. Fuck nice kind guy. of a yeah. dick. No, no, I no, actually I enjoy Upland. throw pour it. Yes. This out. <laughs> I uh, out I enjoy I enjoy your self-deprecating humor because I generally <laughs> tend to be self-deprecating. Oh shit, dude! Uh-oh. I fucking nailed the screen. Oh well. I guess you got to come to Verizon. Get me in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you a story. He works Still working. I wouldn't <laughs> be mad if it did. Nah, it's all good. Um, so perfect. So let's let's, let's kind of switch gears here. I want to talk personally about you and some beer. Uh-huh. So your favorite. We've asked this of all the brewers that have come on. What is your favorite? I know, I know it kind of switches through seasons. I'm one of those, but I still kind of have a favorite beer I go to mm-hmm. type. What is your favorite type of beer? So whether Pale you know, ale. Pale ale. Yeah. Okay. So obviously then yours is your favorite pale ale here. Literally, uh, honestly, Osiris is the beer that Dave and I designed and brew because it's what we want to drink. I actually, one of my favorite things <laughs> about owning a brewery is that, like, I wrote the copy on the back of this Did can. You? And this it is says, you. yeah, yeah. It says, it's an assert, Osiris Pale Ale is an assertive West Coast style American Pale Ale. The West Coast brews hoppy beers a little bit drier. So is it a um, Chico? Um, no, hop? it's not the Chico oh. yeast. Um, okay. So it's it's Northwest hops, but okay. crafted by our brewers for our brewers. Osiris blends blends three three vari- three choice varieties of American hops. I can't even read my own writing now. We'll just dub over this. <laughs> yes, I don't think you wrote uh, it like this. But, to be honest, no, I didn't. I don't think I had. I may have had more beer. There's not enough fucks in to here. create yeah, a yeah. to create a spicy citrus hop punch that's sure to satisfy any hop head. Every batch of Osiris is dry hopped towards the end of fermentation for maximum hop flavor, aroma, and character. And it's a nice hoppy beer. People a lot of times would be like, why don't you make an IPA all the time? Like, we make a pale ale all the time. It's 5.6% alcohol. It's 50 IBUs. It's got enough hop character to it that you can drink it and enjoy the hops. You can have have a couple of them and not not be torn down. You can go out to dinner and drink them. We're kind of about responsible alcohol consumption. Uh, remember, you must be yeah. uh, 21 years of age. Exactly. Uh, to uh, thank something. you. Da- Dave, uh, Dave and John kept saying that from oh, Triton. They were like, Dave was I just the best. Like, let you know. Uh, train Brewery, uh, you must <laughs> be 21 yeah. years of age to consume our alcohol. Well, so you can ask Chris. Like, everybody knows been, that there's shit. There's been multiple times where I've gone to his house and just brought over four or eight of yeah. these. Oh, got gotcha. I'm just... So, yeah, I, I, so I, I really do like Osiris, okay. and I, I don't even feel like a dick because it's my most selfish endeavor. It's like... 
I spent years of my life honing a craft and I helped design this beer and I love it. I love to drink Osiris. Okay. I like hoppy beers all the time. When I go visit breweries, I generally judge them by their pale ale. Okay. You know, so I'll that, judge them by their pale ale. I'll always start with the lightest offering they have because you can't hide flaws in a light beer. Yeah, you, there's okay. nowhere to hide. So if they've got a Kolsch or a cream ale or a Pilsner, I'll try it. And I like to start with the lightest beer because hops are going to kill your palate. And then I really like hoppy beers. I love Belgian style beers. I really enjoy really, sours. So, so really, so real kind of funky. Yeah, I like the funky shit. So you're a big Bruges fan. Um, I like Bruges, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do. I do like Bruges. Yeah. Um, I, I think Triple to Ripple has way too much booze and 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 really <laughs> is a, a dangerous beer. Right, so it is. Uh, that's why they only serve you two. So um. So out. So okay. So then outside of Indianapolis, huh? if you've outside of your own uh-huh. if there is a pale ale your favorite pale ale if you were to go to the store and say i'm not gonna drink my own shit it's almost stumped right now by the way i'm gonna Ooh. i something that you There's, would go to your favorite uh, Yeah, I travel a lot, so I guess it would depend on regionality and where I could get that beer. If I were in, say, Northern California, it would be the Blind Pig from uh, from Twenty First Amendment. Honestly, actually, I guess I'll take that back. If I could pick one beer that was a pale ale or hoppy beer that I would drink all the time outside of this beer, it would be Alaskan IPA. Um, yeah, where can where you can, can get it? That? Well, you can get Alaska. it. You can get it on the West Coast, <laughs> but it goes back to what I've been talking about or always preach about is that beer is best when fresh and it's yeah. best close to the source. So Alaskan actually distributes in the lower 48, but by the time it makes it from Alaska and it's in bottles and it gets down here and a lot of times goes through distribution warm, it doesn't taste the same and it doesn't taste fucking awesome just because Alaska is beautiful. <laughs> like it's fresh there, and so I can go to the Safeway that's like 20 minutes from from my my future oh, wife's Safeway. home. Well, they have a great deal on it. You can get a next to a Preston. You can get a fourteen ninety nine twelve pack of yeah. oh, Alaskan IPA um, in bottles. It's that good. And, it's that good. And it is so good. It's, it's not sitting there in white cans. Delicious. It just says beer on it. No, so, I so, wish. You, so you hear that? You hear this? It looks like the Dharma Initiative beer. Beer. That's my favorite beer label, actually. Yeah. Beer. That's beer. what I had for my son's first birthday. Dude, if you could get like some licensing for that and just call it Sun King Beer with that logo with the Dharma Dharma beer. Oh my. Oh our, our regular logo looks enough like it. You can just put the little logo Damn, on there you it. Go. Yeah. So. But yeah, so Alaskan IPA is good, but I, I do. I judge breweries on their hops. I love Maui. Maui Brewing Company's Big Swell okay. IPA. Twice now we've um, heard about Maui. Yeah, they're a great brewery. Um, I love Surly. I was up in Minnesota recently okay. checking out Surly. They make some great, great hoppy beers. Furious is a fantastic beer. Are you a Three Floyds fan? Um, I am a Three Floyds fan. Do you fan. find them kind of as a, uh, I guess... Uh, an influence at all for where you guys have gone. I mean, cause they, they've been doing it for a quite They have a long been doing time. it for a long time. Uh, I think that's what not the, to do, which is get so big that you can't give to all your distributors or you can't make enough <laughs> beer that, and then you lose is, a lot of contracts. That is actually an issue. Okay. Uh, it's something that, and I've actually, I've talked to Nick and Barnaby and the guys up there about that some, and you know, honestly it takes a lot to grow a brewery and yeah. it is very difficult. And I mean, you guys just expanded. Yeah, we actually have we have three more tanks that come in tomorrow night, yeah. and so oh no, maybe they come in tonight and we put them in tomorrow. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. I don't can't remember, even keep up. He's been up for twenty hours. <laughs> yes. So so, so anyway, so, um, so, so yeah. So the Floyds, the Floyds are friends of mine, okay. um, and we've done a collaboration with them. We're actually in talks about another collaboration that I don't have details on, but it's going to be good. Um, but exclusive. They uh, <laughs> they they Nick. 
and Nick and Simon and his father, they yeah. were pioneers. They really pushed the edge in that extreme beer yeah. kind of area of the world, yeah. which is kind of the opposite of what we do at right, Sun King. Right. But their existence and popularity has helped pave the way for a lot of the rest of us. It's right. really helped with craft beer over the last right. 15 years. Yeah. Um, they make great beers. Um, they just put in a new brew house, but they, they've had trouble keeping up. And it's really difficult. At Sun King, one of the things we try to do is not let demand outstrips supply so okay. we've during several points in time and that's part Apple of why that basically yeah it's part of why we yeah it's part of why we self-distribute um yeah. and have self-distributed traditionally because we've been able to have periods of time where we won't take on new customers so we'll be able to say things like no i'm he sorry said he's not gonna drink another sun king beer no you can have this flat 12 if you want i'm not gonna drink it why not? Did I make you sad or mad? Did I make you sad or mad? Did I touch your butthole? Because I know I didn't do that. Wait, wait. What did you say? He, oh, oh well, he just wanted to know if you touched uh, we're your all, butthole. We're all about responsibility, so I applaud your efforts to not have another beer so you can safely motor your automobile home. <laughs> motor. <laughs> Sun King is all about so number one. So you can one. safely motorboat home. <laughs> don't text and drive. <laughs> and don't motorboat home. Uh-huh. Those are the two things so. Sun King is all about. So uh-huh. I think I've motorboated home a couple of times in college so. before. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, anyway. I so. used to love motorboat, and now my boat only goes on one lake. <laughs> Especially September. Done. Yeah. Done. Done. So you got, you, you got a best man who's like, I hope you like one pussy for the rest of your life. Mm. <laughs> oh. uh, my best man's Dave Colt. And he actually, he, oh. if it weren't for Dave Colt, then my fiance probably would have never agreed to marry me because oh. she actually said those fateful words years ago that I would never date Clay. She thought I was a drunken jackass. Mm. What? But what where she found she out. So? Where would she get that from? What she found out is I was a different kind of drunken jackass than <laughs> right. she thought. Just because I used to sleep in the back of my Volvo station wagon in the parking garage, <laughs> I did it so that I didn't get a DUI. I wouldn't drink and drive. So was I would it sleep more. It was comfortable. Yeah. Dude, Volvos, that's exactly what yeah, they yeah, Was totally. it a station wagon? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Totally. Get in the back and done. So. Oh, yeah. I'd wake up in the back of it all the time. You and then I'd go to work rating? in the same clothes I had on the day before, reeking like booze. Uh, <laughs> looking like Jesus walking in going, But you worked at a brewery, booze? so uh-huh. nobody even knew. Totally. Totally. Exactly. Actually, right. at that point in time in my life, I did get offered a lot of food on the street corner. I used to smoke cigarettes, and I'd wear like my hooded sweatshirt and rubber boots on the street so corner. So you did look like a, hom- I, like yeah, a yeah, big people, homeless guy. People actually offered me food. I actually shared a pizza with a homeless guy once. It was delightful. <laughs> I, I found his kindness and generosity to be warming. Wow. <laughs> I mean, especially his free pizza. Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> was well, awesome. I am kind of hungry, and that's pizza. <laughs> Okay, so, so we're gonna make a, wait. So we're gonna make a disclaimer. Um, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> the, the the views the and actions and statements <laughs> from Clay Robinson of Sun King do not, do not represent <laughs> the brewery <laughs> itself. We should have done that at the very beginning. To be honest, we're gonna dub this disclaimer in. <laughs> Once we got to fingering uh, strangers on Yelp's buttholes and eating homeless dudes' pizzas, I think we probably <laughs> were was kind of hungry. Who's got the best local beer podcast? <laughs> Permanent relegation in SKB, bitches. Pow! Pound it. It's all over the place. It's fucking done. I mean, just fucking get cut on that one. Well, there's nowhere else to no, go after this. We gotta keep going. Why? No, what are we at? What are we at? 120. I, I can't. This shit is good. We can't do oh 120. We can't do no. 120. If any of you are still listening out there, hang in there. I swear this is going somewhere. <laughs> Dude, okay. <laughs> this dude's fucking done. There'll Wait. be more high fives. Oh my god. Uh, yes. Okay. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, All right, oh, Corey, so outside of outside of beer and it's throwing your phone, <laughs> throwing your fucking beer, I would say open uh, the door, but this shit's like ninety thousand degrees yeah. out there. It's like fucking Sun King sitting out here Ooh, dropping his yeah. tea bag on my face outside. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! So I'm crying. Right. Right. Oh, one, one of the questions I got. Okay, I got I got. okay. somebody, I'm gonna Questions. fucking slam this beer. So you're obviously <laughs> brewing beer, and this is something we asked the other breweries uh, as well. Is what are some of your fuck ups? What are some of the ones where you're like, oh, this is going to be really good? And then it turned out to be like, wow, we got to trash this now. Uh, well, we Never. try not to fuck up. <laughs> We're um, perfect. <laughs> we try not to fuck up, and even more importantly, we try not to tell people about our mistakes. <laughs> no, that's um, how it's supposed to taste. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's actually, to taste like someone's dirty we, sock. We, we have had a couple of batches of beer that we have flushed. Um, oh, both wow. of them, both of like them, a single tier like the yeah. Native American yeah. commercial Belgian. Bo- both of them, both of them actually were related to equipment failures. Okay. So we had high fermentation temperatures on okay. uh, on the beer. Um, one was Osiris, another one I don't even know what it was, but you, we had something <laughs> happen and um, a valve not open. Actually, one time we had an ice storm and the ice storm stuff came off the roof oh, and broke shit. our glycol shit. pipes. What? We lost a bunch of glycol and the tank that we'd brewed Osiris in uh, the previous day which was in high croissant and creating a lot of heat didn't get cooled and so he came in and it was really phenolic and there's just he was like well that's a thousand gallons of beer that has to die that almost so, makes me cry that makes me cry so yeah can you use it for anything else besides sewer uh, cleaning plants not, love it not cleaning. really not. <laughs> put in a squirt bottle and clean some windows yeah, that would be good yeah it's very vinegary <laughs> so oh, um, so so on on a couple occasions due to some temperature issues we've had beers that fermented out and there were off flavors and we'll never send a beer out we do extensive diet acidal testing we do we do uh, flavor panels every day for the beers that are about to be crashed for the beers that just got crashed for the beer that's about to be packaged and the beer that's being packaged okay um so we do flavor panels throughout the whole process and actually our lab guy james again he keeps a a, a four pack of every 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 day's can run that we have in the fridge so that if anybody sends does it taste different no 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 no, no wait so i know i I don't know what you're doing. Your mid fucking flow. I just it just fucking dawned on me. What would you say this glass is ounce wise? Shouldn't this be a sixteen ounce pint glass? Um, it should be a sixteen ounce pint glass. It could be a fourteen ounce pint glass. But wait, wait, wait. Um, But 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 when it came, it was fully filled. I drank down. Did it have head? No, no, no head. And then and then I poured like another. I saw like one of the can. (laughs) Where did the rest of the sodas come from? You fucking magician put a sixteen ounce can and put twenty two point six ounces in. Because it always says a lot of beer. That's actually the 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 thought process behind Behind the can can and the sixteen ounce. Well, the sixteen ounce can is you know I always and people are like why you do the big cans and like well because why are you fucking stupid? Yeah, who doesn't like tall boys? I worked I worked I worked in a brew pub forever and I drink beer in pints right. i don't drink beer in 12 ounce yeah, sittings it's a weird format so the bottles like i would buy beers that i really liked in bottles back when i would still buy bottles of right. beer and and i would pour it into my glass and it would be like this full yeah. and i always felt gypped so <laughs> one of the things i love about our cans is that if you're going to pour it into a glass if you pour it you get a nice head and then you sit it there and you drink like half of it and you pick up your can and you're like oh fucking sweet and then you top <laughs> off your beer it's like the beer that keeps on giving it's like a it's so. like a snack bag of chips where you're like oh i want some chips and you're like, oh it's half a bag of chips fuck it's all air Maybe so. said so. I didn't mean to get you off that. It just started fucking dawning because you guys kept 
touching your cans and all that. I was like, still, I still how did some. I fucking fill my glass again with the same can? Like, this is, I'm not it's that It's the magic gone. of the Sun King. Yes, that's true. <sighs> you, guys <are> just, <laughs> you guys are just amazing. What's your, what, uh, other than Osiris, what's, your, what's the, uh, and I know you have seasonals that come around all sure. the time. What's, there, what's, your, what's the one that you look forward to every year? Uh, it, that actually, like, I like our seasonal lineup because um, I like things changing. Foxy, uh, Foxy we've got to wait until the New Zealand hops come in again so we can make it enough. We got so those hops time? in. Uh, they, yeah, so yeah, our American Harvest is fall. Uh, those are in spring. <laughs> it's like waiting on a new season of a well, really it was, good show you love. I'm the, like, the, I'm going to DVR that show. Yep. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yep. The, the experimental hops are hard because, like, they'll yeah. come out and they're like, would you like some of these Racal? I'm like, we don't, we don't even know what the fuck Racal I'll is fuck yet. <laughs> I fucks send, with them. Send, send us 44 pounds of Racal, and then you finally make a beer with it, and then it takes two to three weeks to ferment and be done, and then you finally taste it, and you're like, fuck, Foxy Jam Pants is good. And then you <laughs> call your more? supplier, and you go, hey, we need some more of that Racal. They're like, oh, no, shit, we sold out of that weeks ago. That sounds like, like every drug deal we, that's ever yes, happened yeah. right there. You're, you're literally like, fuck, we should have bought 1,000 pounds of that shit. Foxy Jam Pants would be all over the street slinging that ass. Um, so... Sun True. King is also not a drug dealer. No, technically, we're legally sanctioned by the federal government to <laughs> yes, produce alcoholic FDA. beverages, and alcohol is a drug. Yes, it is. Yes, so. I love you, They are drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> we're just legal drug dealers. But remember, alcohol impairs your vision or your impairs your ability home. to operate <laughs> heavy machinery. Or just speak on, or just podcast. Speak on a podcast, apparently. <laughs> Shit. I'm really good with words. <laughs> Damn it. Somebody's going to be like, there's no, like, people that don't know Clay, they're like, yeah. there's no way this is the fucking founder of Sun King. He's like, Brewing. I'm poking people's like, buttholes. I can't wait. <laughs> the, there's just no way. The best part about owning your own brewery is that you can't get fired. So <laughs> yeah, really. I've true. almost been fired from other jobs for being a jackass. But so you can't yeah. 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 I try to quit and they won't let me. So around the, uh, obviously you seem like the, the type of guy who is very... <laughs> Um, kind of just chill and walks around early. <laughs> no, hold I on. think he's probably. A fucking but hold on, oh, gotcha. I'm, getting, I'm getting somewhere here. He's probably fucking what crazy. What from you die? What kind? Oh, I, I would love to. Um, but what kind of what kind of uh, pranks and what kind of shenanigans go on in the brewery that you can talk about? Well, I don't know. Honestly, most, most of them are technical HR nightmares, which <laughs> which is kind of my official title. That's actually what I was I, called. I say Dude, shit all the time, and then like, I worked for a Fortune 100 company, and I was called that by our our, our, our regional HR person. Wow! Literally, we were in a meeting together. That bitch is a cunt. Oh, he no longer works for this company. <laughs> By the Apparently. way, he doesn't. No, he doesn't anymore. So obviously, so you know, we're sitting she in a meeting is. together, is and we. Yes. No, I can't say that. So look, there's another one. Yeah. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, mm. I'm a new employee. I can't say that. <laughs> You'll so learn. We're sitting next to each other, and I just kept saying shit over and over, and she just looked at me. And she's like. You are an HR nightmare. She's like, you've got to stop. So every time I see her, she just looks at me and goes, "No, no, not you." We were not at a, we were at a kickoff once where they were actually doing these like things that they would kick, they would like uh, uh, introduce new products and have like these awards and things like that. And they had a camera that would constantly like scan the audience. And so every once in a while, we would be like, just stare at the camera, dead stare. <laughs> and it's being live broadcast to Louisville <laughs> and, and so other markets. Who's there to do this? And so I would have people. Regional. I would have people that I worked with that had moved to different regions that would be texting me, and go, "Oh well, shit, keep doing that because that's fucking hilarious." <laughs> but what kind of shit do you that's do in great. the brewery to kind of break up? Oh, I don't. The, I won't ever break it either. Uh, yeah. What kind of to break up the th- like? You know, maybe, you seem like the prankster type. 
Uh, I'm actually not. No, so he sounds like the dude you say something to me. He goes, "That's fucking yeah. stupid." I'm, I'm, Shut up. He sounds I'm, like me. I'm more. <laughs> like I'm more a little. I'm a little bit more self-deprecating. I actually would rather fuck with myself a lot or, or knock myself down than than. than so what size yeah. dildo do you use no. when you're fucking oh. yourself? Oh. Double-sided. Yep. <laughs> the double donger. <laughs> it's the double donger. Um. Yes. So no. Well, and actually, that that's actually the kind of weird shit that I. I Think we, I think hopefully somebody had a conversation with our logistics manager and had him take the giant penis down off of his wall. <laughs> but his office is made of pallets of cans, and, and yeah. we, got a, we got a shipping package in, and apparently one of the foam things was shaped like a giant yeah. penis. He just kept um, it. So he's like, so, shit. No, no, see, so he was kind of like, you know, he was like in his office with it in his pants, and he's like, he'd like call people in, like, hey, I need to talk to you. <laughs> and they'd walk in, and I like walked he's in. Like, I, like, I literally, like, I walk in, and I, I just, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, all right, and I just walk out. It's not like you shouldn't be doing that here yeah, that's terrible right. so then it was hanging it, then it was hanging off of his wall of cans like behind mistletoe his desk. Have to kiss yeah, if you totally walk under it. totally I, but i think we made him take it down because we have a lot of tours for nice people who come into the brury a church and group is coming to tour what up he's the one who's giving the tour and he's just trying not to notice it mm-hmm. he's having bets like hey 20 bucks says that it's 15 his pant leg out like this and he's like it's all me it's all me but it's a lot of dudes in a warehouse together most of the time so so is his off so his office is the one that you can see driving in on ohio uh, that actually, that's uh, that's Heather's office. That's, I, we have like four offices when I drive made into of cans. Downtown, I see like the the, the, the yeah. windows of cans. Yeah, all we, around. We have a bunch of cans around, and we had people who wanted offices, and we didn't have the money or the time so to build cubes, offices. So we literally they're they're canicles. <laughs> they're canicles. <laughs> canicles. I like it. Yeah. So just like yeah, well. It literally had people. They're like, "I really want an office." I'm like, "Well, we got all these cans, and we ain't building you an office." So, <laughs> so everyone, so everyone can take like, on the job. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, uh, Back in the days Just when, you. back in the days where I don't work for Sun King actually. Which oh. technical disclaimer: the guy you're listening to doesn't even work for Sun King. Indiana's laws don't allow you to be an employee of your own LLC. Um, so I'm not technically an employee of my company. What? How does that work? I don't know. Explain my attorney to told me. My, my fucking brain just fucking exploded. Wait, yeah, dude, literally, <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing of this. So this is anybody who owns a brewery. Does no, not no, work for that company. no, 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 no. It's an LLC. LLC. Oh, as LLC. a corporate structure, Indiana's laws. So, so apparently, LLC, but what's the parent company then? Uh, well, the parent company is Sun King Brewing Company LLC. Okay. So okay. I own Sun King Brewing Company, but I'm not actually allowed to be an employee. So I don't really work for Sun King, which is part of why I'm allowed to be an HR nightmare <laughs> and why I can come on these shows the and say fucking ever. shit like this. It's time to create our own business. It's, it's time to do it. Seriously. It's, it's time Start a business and don't work for it. Corporate <laughs> bullshit. I'm uh-huh. ready to come work for Sun King, but I want to pay $10 and be, <laughs> be an yeah, owner. Sorry, I own the place. I can can't work here. You can just, I'll just be the guy that tags with you and you just go, you say that. You can be his executive assistant. Second, uh-huh. be like, huh. you know what Clay thinks about this. Use one of those. That's Uh-oh. fucking shit. <laughs> Done. And then you're, you go, that's <gasps> that's bullshit. <laughs> drink, drink, drink. So, okay, so, so back in the days drink. when back in the days when there were like eight of us and it was still a big warehouse, um, we actually like when we first started canning, the canning line would miss seam and there'd be cans around and like literally you'd be like, well, we fucked that can up. Time to drink Osiris at 10 a.m. <laughs> and uh, 
We quickly realized that yeah. that was no way to run a business. Around 2 o'clock, um, you were like, mm, uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we so, got to get these fucking pallets out. <laughs> so as, we, as we've gradually grown, and, and you kind of got to learn as you go with these things, and so we got more people around, and then you're like, oh, well, maybe it's not such a good idea that people <laughs> uh, drink all day at work. Mm. So, so we instituted policies. We have a handbook. Um, oh, I you, know. You sound so we, excited we, we have about a, We have an HR evaluation uh, oh. next Wednesday. Like, not for that you was, because that you're was not the shit employee. we were talking about. We're like, yep, it's a real business. We got wow. HR evaluations. Yeah. We're getting ready to implement healthcare for all of our employees. Oh, really nice. uh, and, okay, no, we won't even get into this. Is yep. this the forced or the... No, no, this is... This is <laughs> We had it in our business plan okay, to good. provide health care for our employees, right um, hopefully by year five. We just turned four. Right. Um, like I said, we put all of our money back into growing our company and buying more equipment and hiring people. We've been really fortunate that some of our key people have wives who have great jobs and have health care. So they're like, fuck yeah, <laughs> I'll take a, a pay cut. And, as well. yeah, right. yeah. Fuck yeah, I'll take a pay cut and work at a brewery. My wife works in a doctor's office. Got yeah. great health care. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You know, so we heard and that I actually, last week with Ch- yeah. with Holly and Justin, he's like, "When are you quitting your full time job?" She goes, "I guess when we can get ins- insurance, yeah, yeah <laughs> we when, when we that. get so, successful, yeah. totally." Yeah. So, yeah. so we always kind of had it in our plan, and with the uh, the the Obamacare thing on the horizon, we started yeah. to really address it and take a look at it, and um, and we'd wanted to do it, and then they decided with the pushback, and actually we had been talking about doing it, and when that announcement came that all of the things were pushed back, I had people from my staff come up and talk to me, and they're like, so, heard on NPR today that, you know, they're not going to make you roll out Obamacare, so are we still going to have health care? start by the end of the year i'm like fuck yeah we're still gonna have health care like, about the people that yeah because we want yeah we you. want you right. to have it i actually don't have health care i haven't had health care since i quit my last job and i so is your i had an offer she does not okay so we neither one of us have health care um so you try to be as healthy as possible you drink a lot of keep it killing uh my my wife is a yoga instructor and uh she studies holistic health so okay. we eat lots of vegetables and are really generally very healthy i'm fortunate okay. that i don't have any major malfunctions sure. quite yet or that yeah. i know yeah. about yeah. um <laughs> until i get some health care i think the alcohol but is suppressing you, all those yes. you need so just seven don't, pills a just day just don't huh? stop drinking yeah. and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like oh but 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 it is one of those things and actually i i almost got it at some point in time because I mean I, I literally I could get a health care plan for 150 bucks a month but the way the laws are written at this point in time most anything they try to negate for pre-existing conditions and I'm like well fuck I could spend like I could spend three thousand dollars a year on health care yes. and I don't ever get sick I eat That's healthy neat. I try to be well and and so if over the next four years I could spend twelve thousand dollars on health care that i never use and i didn't really want to do that right and i also kind of think the system and all that we don't want to get political but a lot yeah. of the fucking way that system works is fucked up and at the end of the day i have a solidarity thing with my people like when i have the conversations with my staff and with other people like what are we doing about health care like i'm right there with you i care about it because i want the company to provide health care because i want the same benefits that you have right yeah and i literally tell other people like people who are health practitioners or doctors or other things are like you're fucking kidding me you're stupid like no i'm not stupid man i haven't had health care for 10 out of the last 20 years and i had it when i had a couple of jobs that were good and otherwise i try to stay really healthy i've been lucky enough that as much as i fall down and hurt myself (laughs) that i've never done it too seriously yeah Yeah. so um and speaking of working at sun king do you kind of hire people when you hire people on does everybody start kind of as the 
Every, quote unquote grunt side of things where they're everybody cleaning, starts in the tasting kegs, room. Yeah, so yeah, pouring growlers, really? mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of stuff. Even so, if they have the pedig- like the mm-hmm. pedigree from somewhere else. Yeah, like they were a brewer at another yeah. brewer. And they James said, James Fuck came it. James I'm came to us from Schlafly. His wife uh, came to Indy to go to grad school, and uh, he applied. I met him at the Microbrewers Festival maybe two years ago. He said, "I'm moving to Indianapolis, and I think Sun King is great. I'd really like to work for you." I said, "Give me your card. We'll keep in touch." And he came in. He interviewed and. And our C, our CFO, um, anyone that gets hired, you basically, it's like, yeah, if if you're really qualified and we want, and there's a position for you, and and we have a habit of, uh, honestly, my philosophy is to hire people who are passionate and smarter than you and really driven and good at something, and then yeah. just get the fuck out of their way. Okay. Like Sun King <laughs> yeah. is successful not because of me. Sun King is success- successful in spite of me, as we've heard tonight. Um, and it's successful because we're surrounded by great people who really want to do a good job. All right. So, but when you come so like in, Liz and, came to you. Uh, Liz, Liz Laughlin. From rock bottom, said we tried to we you. tried to hire Liz Laughlin years so ago. You tried. Um, okay. We were like, "What are you doing?" Because I used to work at rock bottom. Yeah, okay. I'm literally a rock bottom so liver. So when you were there, I've so, given so my business were, plan okay. to six different rock bottom brewers and said, "Here, take the fucking business plan. Open your own brewery. It's not gonna. It's you got to adapt it to your place and situation. Right. But here's the fucking numbers. Here's the rhetoric that we used. Here's the shit that I used to get us money to start a brewery. Just take it." Do what you will with it, and I hope that you do good, and it gets you out of your corporate hellhole. Um, wow! So, oh, right. so I've open sourced my business plan. I've actually I'm mentoring no less than eight breweries across the country right now of people that I know and like, and that oh. are, are, are brewers just here? like me. Um, no, our, our latest our latest mentor success program is uh, Rheingeist Brewery in Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. Jim Matt used to be our QAQC guy. He was an assistant brewer for a period of time. Bryant, who is one of the other one of the owners, um, used to work at Dogfish Head and then Golden Road in California. And I met him actually a year or so ago at the CBC, and uh, we got to talking about what he was doing. He was moving to Cincinnati. He needed a brewer. Our friend Jim had moved there. We're like, you need to meet this dude. And so we kind of helped put pieces together and be like, look, you're a good person who's working hard and has a dream. So what can we do to help facilitate that? Wow. So mentoring a couple breweries in Cincinnati, um, Arizona. Um, different areas around the country. Yeah, I'm so glad you're just so. local on that. That's good. I mean, you're not <laughs> well, expanding out. No. Well, <laughs> you're well, helping but, everybody. So, you know, and, and people ask, they're like, well, what are you going to do with Sun King? Are you going to go nationwide? Well, my feeling that is my question. that What's there next? are a lot of, there are a lot of really great, talented, passionate brewers all across the country. Yeah. And local is, is hot. It's good. It's great because local helps build your economy and it helps give money back to the people and places where you're at. And there's other breweries and there's other brewers all around the country that have dreams just like I had a dream right. so I don't Sun King doesn't need to be nationwide we don't need so, so to don't go do no I don't we don't Dave and I are very sure of the things that we don't want to do okay. and you know I never say never about anything but our goal isn't to and I actually I would say we're really never going to be nationwide we can only make a finite about amount of beer and we both really care about our craft and want to right. keep it at a level that it's yeah you still want to baby yeah, it and still right. that it's like, sustainable that. and and you know honestly like I said we want to sell as much beer as close to home our if we could have a brewery hero our brewery hero is new glarus and yeah. new glarus is in wisconsin last year they sold 120,000 barrels of beer they did not sell a drop of that outside of wisconsin 
Wow. So, and if you and people who that's I know go to, I'm sure I'm sure Peter knows about this this place. That's yeah. it's it's actually we made fifteen thousand barrels of beer last year. So it's exactly. nine times more beer than we made last year, and they sold it all in Wisconsin. And if you go to Wisconsin, they make a cream ale. It's called Spotted Cow. Yeah. And yes. pretty much everywhere that you go that. is Spotted Cow, and, and people everywhere beer. are like, Wait, I'll no, yep, they're like, I'll have Spotted Cow. <laughs> you know. In 10 years, I would love for Sunlight Cream Ale to be the national beer of Indiana. Like, wherever you go around Indiana, if you're drinking a lighter style of beer, you know, unless you're drinking at a local brewery or somebody else's local beer, that you're not drinking the Big Three's beer. That you're like, oh, well, it's a no-brainer. I'll have a Sunlight Cream Ale. You know, but... Well, and you also have those other breweries, too, that bring in other people's beers where it's like, okay, you know, you're coming in for our stuff, but we do carry all this other beer, mm-hmm. like at Black Acre. Like they have local sure. stuff. Yeah, yeah they, they have local stuff that. too. Right, no. Our licensing is different. We are a, we're under a brewery license, so Black Acre actually runs a brewery slash restaurant. Yeah, because and as food. a brewery restaurant. And, and you can pull a license. Triton does it too because they have Triton? guest beer. So oh, they yeah. have they have actually a two way license that would allow them to do beer and wine. And by doing that, you can buy beer from wholesalers. We're not actually allowed to buy beer from other breweries or sense. put it on tap. So yeah. we just My dad run. I wanted to know that actually. He yeah. listens to all these podcasts. Well, He's a big beer snob. Yeah. Not snob. He loves He's sunking. a big beer. He loves snob. Oh, he absolutely right. does. Your dad's he a comes good to, man. My dad works downtown. And he did well with you. This one here. He's, yeah. he's a good guy. Oh, Handsome to boot. Oh, so, Scott's oh. got a big boner right now. So, <laughs> my dad works downtown, and for the longest time, I was like, "No, you need to go on Fridays because you can get your growler refilled for five dollars." And because he, so he went, and he's like, oh, "I just keep buying the you know cans and whatever." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I think I'm." He's actually his next step. He's just gonna buy a little mini keg. Sure, get a kegerator. Like, oh, because he lives down. So he drives an hour plus a day from outside of Martinsville to come to downtown to work at Goodyear wow. and then drives back. And so Holy on Fridays, shit. he drives over to Sun King every fucking week and picks up a growler, picks up this. And so he started asking, he's like, I've just always wondered why they don't carry any guest beer. And now you uh-huh. answered that question. Yeah. Week three of local <laughs> yeah. beer month. Yeah. His answer. We're not is legally there. allowed to do so. Okay. So. Well, I will say too, that when we, when, um, you know, I kind of came to Chris with this idea where I'm like, Hey, we should, we should kind of do this. Cause uh, you know, you're the food truck guy. Yes. I'm kind of the beer guy. Yep. And I, I, um, I met you and, uh, Beth, uh, through my other, like my actual job that, you know, cause obviously this doesn't pay me money. And <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Oh dude. It's like, yeah. it's like we do this for free. I'm canceling yeah. that check. <laughs> no, but, wait. uh, but the guy who's not here said we needed 250 bucks to be on the show. <laughs> oh, said 250. Oh, well, yeah. Apparently he's just, that's why he wasn't that's here. That's why he's not here because he's peeling off dollar bills at the strip club, um, touching um, buttholes. Oh, I'm, I'm literally going to oh, do. You're going to order beers. Oh, oh wait. All oh, right, our pee. guest has. Yeah, up. you can go ahead and pee. No, Clay, pee. Talk to him. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, you know what? We're going to talk about the tap off real quick. All right. Fuck shit. The tap off Thursday. Tap off Thursday. Tap off. Yes. Rob is here, of course. Rob, you've heard Rob, of course, in the background, giving us beer all the time. Or chiming in every now and then. Yes. So, so Rob, so Thursday. So, tell me your feelings and thoughts about Thursday. What is, what's the, why did Moe's decide to do this? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, we are really pushing local beer. Um, it's, it's the direction that uh, a lot of the uh, industries are going more and more local. Support your local breweries. Support your local uh, farmers. I mean, the better, the more you take care of local people, the better your local economy is going to be. Okay. Um, and local beers are taken off, so for us, uh, it's it, it, it makes good business sense to get behind it. Yeah. Um, not to mention, they make some pretty damn good beer. Right, they do. Um, so the premise behind uh, Thursday. Yeah, Shane goes, 
Yes, I've had like 19 of these. My fiance is taking me home. <laughs> and he looks 19. He does. Dude, he looks like Ted Jr. Hey, I carded him, so oh, he was that's good. That's Ted Jr. That's Ted Jr. All right. Oh, there yeah, he is. Yeah, you've looks talked like to me Ted's about Ted a legitimate Jr. child. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Rob. Yeah, I did card him. He, he was legal. <laughs> <laughs> he may look uh, Can 16. Can you say supposedly or futz-frustrated? Frustrated. <laughs> Frustrated. Right. Frustrated. Unless you can get, you can uh, forge those holograms. You're pretty damn good if you can do that. <laughs> but back so, to, back to the tap yes, off. Yes. Um, we wanted to bring uh, this, bring uh, the local beers to everybody's attention. So what we're doing is we're bringing four of the local breweries. Uh, you've got Flat Twelve. You've got uh, Clay with uh, Sun King. They're going to be there as well. Uh, well. I don't know about Clay, but Sun King will be there. Clay won't be here. Um, you've got. Uh, Upland Wheat or uh, Upland Wheat, Upland Brewery, yeah. and then finally Triton will be yes. here as well. Uh, they'll have representatives from Triton. each one. Yes, Triton back on tap here. Yes, High yes. Five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so anyway, so okay, so we're gonna have. Uh, e- each of the four breweries are going to have three different uh, tap lines. Yeah. And talking about the tap, tap lines. Shameless yeah. plug yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like for uh, Sun King, for instance, we're going to have uh, Cream Ale, Wemac, and uh, the also famous uh, uh, Grapefruit Jungle. Jungle. Yes. Delicious. We have uh, Dude, those three. fair, kind of. And we're kind of dicks. dicks. <laughs> It was nice to pair it up with uh, Thursday night because Thursday night we run a uh, local specials anyway, so it's four fifty for either local beer or vodka, gin. Um, so by bringing by doing that on Thursday, it kind of just emphasizes the fact the feature of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we'll be there to MC it. Yeah, you guys will be there MCing it hopefully. It's a good thing uh, Clay will not be there on a 15-minute interlude to uh, talk to each brewery because, again, once they hear this over the live <laughs> air, they'll probably be like, oh, my God, Sunking's awesome. But at the same time, I thought this was a family establishment. Yeah. Same as this is a family yeah. show. Yeah. If your family, if your loves, family the loves the word fuck, fuck then this yeah. is a family, <laughs> show. family show. You can only, only order a Sun King anything if you order it. Can I get a Sun King cream ale? Fuck shit. Yes. <laughs> there we go. All right. Yeah. Um, there'll be both pints and uh, samplers available. And it Perfect. starts at 7. Starts at 7. Yep. Uh, beers will not be available. They'll be tapped, but they won't be available until 7 p.m. All right. Sweet. Okay. There you go. They'll be right available on. to us, though, the MCs, right? They'll be yes. available to the MCs, right? Um, they'll be available to MCs at 7. Oh, 6.59. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I have one more soda water. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Time Safety to first, sober kids. Up. I live downtown. <laughs> I understand. But, uh, well, this is like a 12-hour uh, podcast, right? This shit no. goes on forever. No, literally, we're, we're wrapping up here. So okay. We are wrapping up. We're good. Um, it's cool. I've enjoyed it. I, what I, was, I wouldn't what know I was what saying, to expect. Though, is that when, I, when I met you the first time, uh, you know, uh, I got to talking to you business-wise when I was just like, you know, the typical sales job of asking what are your competitors. You're like, nobody. You know, the big three, obviously. You mm-hmm. know, the big, the big three, and that's what every brewer says. And so that's when we started doing this podcast, and we started getting more local – uh, you know, we're probably going to do a food truck month as well. Sure. Where we're going to get some uh, highly popular food trucks in here or maybe local eateries in here uh, to talk about some stuff. Oh, uh, but the, so the, thing, the thing that uh, you are the reason that we actually started, like Sun King is the reason that we started this local beer on. Wow. And you're the first ones that actually say yes. And um, I, I, I thank you for that. Yes. I thank Beth for that. Shout out to Beth there too, yes. of course. 
But uh, she's so faster thank, to respond I, I said, than I am. That's why she I runs so our social media. Them both for this. This yes. is made but it crazy. really, it, but it really is. It's the, it's the reason because you, you know, you kind of ingrained that word. Like you know, we're all we all kind of help out each other. And since talking to other breweries, it's like, oh, we we borrow barley from people. We borrow you know this from people. We borrow hops from people. All this kind of stuff where everybody helps everybody else. It's Sun not King a doesn't borrow anything from anybody. <laughs> they we, borrow from him. No, we we do borrow. Yeah, okay. we borrow Probably from great fermentations. We make we make flat, calls from time to time. 12 like, seems so. to loan out all their shit. I think they buy like way over <laughs> oh, in I'm fucking calling Rob. Jeesh. Because so. everybody, the last two people they've been on, of the industry. Triton and Black Acre is like, oh, we buy our flat 12 stuff all the time. <laughs> and then we're going to get them next week and be like, so apparently I've heard that we're the whores of Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Word on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I definitely want to thank you for, for at least inspiring us to do this. Right. And yeah, I think it's no, going to be one seriously. of the things yeah. we're going to do more awesome. of. And we'd love to have you back on the show again. It's a, it's well, been me, a it was Bruges and Sun King. Those yeah. two locally. Well, your, your personal connection okay. with Bruges. Well, I do. So I do have that. But, you know, obviously Fountain Square has been around for a while. But for me, the two that, that took off is, is I helped, you know, when it was coming to fruition and, 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 and who I knew for Bruges. And when Sun King came around, I'm kind of about the same time as you are uh, on tasting it. You two, for me, and, and it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. for me, Changed my, yeah, though. that changed my thought of Indianapolis. And we always we've talked about this that Indianapolis has been nap town. Mm-hmm. Fucking sleep on it's it. It's not so sleepy anymore. No, man. In between between fucking breweries, between restaurants, between you know now mm-hmm. food trucks, yep. between yeah. venues, things to do. Especially mm-hmm. downtown, through Broderbill, through Irvington now, Irvington's resurgence. Certainly. Fucking Indianapolis and now Fountain Carmel. Square. And yeah. Carmel Carmel, Carmel With Fishers the and that. Fuck, dude. You know what? Yeah. It's a great place now to live. So when you were originally at the beginning of this podcast talking about your guy over there at Rock Bottom, it was like, as soon as I get the fuck out of Indianapolis, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not saying that that would change for him now. But when you're talking about that, you know, 12, 13, 14 years later, it's not the same fucking no, city. It, you know? It's not the same city. I right. actually, um, truth be told, spent about the better part of a decade trying to get out. Not yeah. as aggressively as Bill did, but... You know, I, in between brewing jobs and different things, my sister lived in Colorado. I actually almost moved out to Colorado. I spent months there at a time in between jobs. Um, and uh, when I was 28, I quit my job and cashed in my 401k and said, fuck it for a little while. And I was going to take six months off. It turned into three years. I spent a shitload of time in Colorado. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, sometimes you just got to say fuck it, yeah. honestly. And you really – and that's like where people who are starting businesses, whether it's a brewery or a restaurant or a food truck or – fucking flower shop whatever it is when people have a dream and you get to a point and you're like you know what I'm fucking doing this thing every day day in and day out and sometimes you just got to put it all on the line and sometimes you put it on the line for nothing um, yeah. and sometimes you lose and sometimes you win but you know I, I kind of I, I really I almost moved to Colorado I was there I was making all of the plans and then there were a couple things that kept me here um, and and so you know it all kind of rolled around and even before Sun King and actually with the Sun King thing I quit my second professional brewing job I cashed in my 401k on a leap of faith and Starry and I were dating at the time and uh, you know we talked about it she was just finishing grad school and we were talking about what we wanted to do and she's like you know I know you want to start this brewery but she's from out west she likes mountains and things she's like I'd really like to go west way out west yeah way. That, that, that's yeah. not just west it's four hours that's fucking time frame way so out west. But, yes. but literally you know she's like I'd really love to go out west I'm like I've been trying to get out west for like 10 plus years said I'll tell you what 
I'm fucking quitting my job. I'm going to write a business plan. We're going to try to get this brewery off the ground. We're going to give it a year. Okay. And if I can get this brewery done, and then that's fucking awesome. And you know what? If we spend all of our money and fall flat on our faces and don't have fucking shit, fucking then we'll try. move. You tried. We tried, and we'll move, and we'll over. go west where I'd kind of been wanting to go. And honestly, she's been here for eight years, and we talked about it tonight with dinner with some friends before I came up to do this awesome podcast, Permanent yeah. Relegation. Yeah. Monday nights at high 9. Five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Best high fives ever. It was like three high fives in a row. Yeah, it was. Lost um, three people. Those three of us. Yeah. Lots of high fives. Lots of high fives. Good connect. Yes. Um, Circle jerk. But, high but fives. we were we were having the discussion with these folks. Right. And and you know like eight years ago she's really wanted to get out of Indianapolis for a number of years in between uh, local farmers and CSAs and, and Pogues Run and some farmers right. market stuff that's going on and restaurants that we have and breweries and venues and all of this yeah. stuff. You know we we get to do really cool stuff in Indianapolis has yeah. gone from a sleepy town to somewhere Fucking where when people different. visit that I know from out of town, they're like, and, and I, I get this all the time. And that's part of why we want to be Indianapolis's beer. And we want people to want to come to Indy yeah. to get it and why we don't want to sell beer outside. Cause we want people, people in Chicago are like when sun King come to Chicago. And for a while we flirted with it and we're like, you know what? Never. When are you coming to Indianapolis? Yeah. Drive like, to Maryland drive, and get it. Yeah, well, yeah, you can do that or fucking drive down to Indianapolis, stay in a hotel room downtown, eat at one of our fantastic restaurants, cruise around, catch a show at White River State Park, check out what Indy has to offer because you can actually get around and park and do all the things you can't do. Follow me down Washington Mm -hmm. Street across the monument. I'm I'm paid for by Visit Indy. um, But but it's such a different town now, and it's really fantastic what's going on here. So I appreciate that you guys are helping to plug it. Hey, absolutely. Anything we can do and i mean that's what that's one of the things that we're kind of just transitioning we've, we've talked about it on a couple of podcasts where we're transitioning in from just being me and chris it, random shit it, on a couch watching the march madness tournament talking, talking about, about how tom hizzo looks tom really hizzo, pasty yeah tom hizzo looks like an <laughs> idiot um to basically having you know the president of the 11 on to having all these breweries on to you know possibly getting some food truck stuff on right. and you know we, we just want mm-hmm. we want people to understand because there's still a lot that just don't understand. we love our city we that really just, do it's a cool place there's yeah. stuff to do and the people just don't understand uh, i don't know what there's yeah. to do well, there's a lot to fucking do. i killed my cable a year and a half two years ago and i've never been happier well even though i, I use know. apple tv to watch random shit when i want to yeah. watch shows because <laughs> i'm netflix. like you i'd rather dvr it or netflix yeah. it like i want to watch an entire season in eight fucking hours <laughs> i don't want to take, take eight weeks or 13 fucking, weeks yeah. fuck that shit uh, i want to watch it all at once we generally let a lot of i'm a consumer like that Oh, oh, I can't wait till break. Newsroom started oh. last. Yeah, newsroom started last newsroom night. Newsroom started yeah. last night. It was newsroom. Oh, yeah, newsroom. Never watch newsroom? Oh, no. newsroom is really good. Yeah. So, oh, I guess the Apple TV right now. It's all right. So, it's but I don't have available. the regular TV. It's but like at night, I hang out and do things, and yeah. I eat food with sure. friends and drink, drink beer. beer. And yes, yeah. and, and it's cheers to beer. Yes, great. Cheers. I'm empty. I'm not. You're not. So, I'm driving. But yeah, that's that's one of the things too. It's like. Uh, even though I'm not from here, one of the things that you fucking know, wall bash. Yeah, but my aunt, my <laughs> first aunt, electrified town in goddamn America. <laughs> no, in the Whoa, world, motherfucker. Oh. Don't you just say Come on, America? Jesus, don't short America. us out. See, now it's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it took an hour and a half, and he's like, "Fuck, wait a minute, the world? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't wait, fucking believe that. Not up. a fucking. The chance. world doesn't rotate around America. No. It doesn't. Obviously, it revolves around Wallbash. Yeah. Hey, but no, but right. my my aunt lived here. Uh, for the longest time, and we would always come down to visit for holidays and things like that. And I, as a kid, I was like, I would always be enamored with the big city. That in Chicago, sure, it was always the one where I'm like, I would love to live in Indianapolis, or I'd love to work in Indianapolis. And now that I do, 
and just at the timing that's right where all this stuff is happening and everything is kind of expanding and you've got the culmination. All these, yeah, I mean, now you even have Uber here. Which, mm, which I love Uber. Have you used Uber? Uh, I have the app on my phone yes. and I actually track cars around me all of the time <laughs> and I, I want to use uber so I bad too. I do too. but my my fiance is 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 strikingly sober all of the time so i have <laughs> i have, have no use for it <laughs> opposite to track uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so but that's there's there's all these things that are coming and, and and things that are that are going on here that we have an outlet for this that you know Mo's have been gracious enough to let us be here and, and God, advertise. They're yeah, they're way stupid. They do I don't no, know why. I don't even think they listen to the show. But uh, um, but uh, no, uh, we really appreciate you being on. Uh, thank you so much Clay. for being here. You've been uh, a fucking blast, dude. Oh, thanks. You, you, there, there was laughter till crying. Yeah. That was really you, you, well you, worth you, it. You, I don't. I don't get that every you've day. You've literally been like the dude on Le- Big yeah. Lebowski, where everybody's <laughs> talked about you, like the legend of. It of really the tied clay. the room together. Fucking this Osiris tied the whole room together. It's mostly because I'm a fucking insane person yeah, that's but, all right so are we so that's why I'm we okay hit it off it. very well yes. so you're yeah. welcome on the back on the show anytime yes um when we do this again or or uh, oh, of course yo, come we'll to bruce come down or we'll come down to sun king yeah yeah let's just have, have a show at, at sun king we'll let's do party. it during a brewery tour and let's sit there and let's just call yeah. out people let's just, just because podcast a brewery tour and just be like go. so ma'am uh have you ever drank beer before i don't even know why i'm here my son just brought me they do that though yeah i know that's why i was this is my mom this is his life but it's really kind of fun. I'm yeah. like, you really brought your mom in and wanted her to say hi to me. <laughs> That's awesome. So anyway, uh, you All can right. always uh, find uh, Sun King Brewing at Sun King Brewing Brewery yes. or Brewing. Sunkingbrewing.com. Sun King Brewing at Sun King Brewing on the Twitter. On the Facebook. On the Facebook. Do you guys have a MySpace? Sun Since King. MySpace is we relaunching. Don't. We don't have my, a MySpace. MySpace is relaunching. But when I start my shitty band, okay. I'm going to put my music on it. <laughs> What's your band gonna be called? I Sun don't King? really know. Uh, Chris and I are starting Sun a band. Kills. Chris and I are starting a band called the Dildo Batteries. Nice. No, it's Dildo Baggins. <laughs> yes, Dildo Baggins. Dildo Baggins. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, you can find uh, obviously Sunking everywhere around Indianapolis, uh, Northern Indiana, up in Fort Wayne, my old hood. Hey Peter, Peter, make this fucking work. Yeah. It needs to be at Indy Eleven. I love you, Peter. No schlaps. Yeah. We want Sunking. Have you heard of the schlaps? I don't know. Oh, half Schlitz, half Schlitz, half and Pabst. Pabst. Oh. <laughs> I think I just threw up in it my mouth. It has to be. It has bit. to be. What is it? Pabst on draft yes. and Schlitz it's in a, in a bottle. bottle. And you can and only find two places: together. the Golden Ace on the east side, <laughs> and, and the sinking Classy. and the sinking ship. And the sinking ship. Wow. Yes. Two places that sound high class, <laughs> like a wrestling. Sinking event. ship has a great. I'm not gonna say anything yeah, because they do yeah. have a great little patio. It's a nice spot, actually. I am. Um, I'm not gonna say for serving okay. half paps, half slits. Yeah, I, that's it's a, I think it's. A, I think Schlaps. it's a Wisconsin thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, mm. but anyway, uh, uh, at PR Podcast Show, uh, permanent relegation on Facebook, uh, permanentrelegation.com. Exactly. Get us MIP Indie. Yes, you can see MIP. our posters, our local beer week posters at, uh, at Moe's. Will you be at the uh, Indiana Microbrewers Festival this Saturday? I, I I'm going down there. I'll be down there. Yeah, see, I, I should be able to. No, I'm kid no, free this no, weekend. No, you're fucking going. I'm kid free this weekend, so we can go. So anyways, like, really? Yeah. You have to got, think about two, what you two have better to do than I try like 60 Indian breweries. Listen, oh, I got a two-year-old, okay, so I got to kind of plan like yeah, two weeks right. in advance. Oh, Shane's fair. got Saturday off, and so oh, he's going to go. How do like, you have Saturday off and you're new? Fuck you. I was like, I was like, Shane, I'm not calling off on Saturday, but I might be going down. So shameless Uber plug, as the guys who are launching that here have become friends of ours, but they're going to be at the Microbrewers Festival, and they'll have promo codes to give you some more money. 
some money there, so that you can get rides home. Well, so gonna, therefore, we're, we're, you could get a ride yeah. there, and then not. I'll be there. You could get a ride. You could get somebody to drop you off, and then you could take Uber home. It's in Optimus Park in Broad Ripple. All right. 65th and which, somewhere which used to be Optimus Park yeah it's not like Broad that. Ripple Park no Broad Ripple Park's the one right. that has the 62nd, dog park right no, 62nd so Optimus, Optimus is 65th, is 65th and, and just so east of like college it's like 40 bucks really? or something yeah, so right. it's near the art center it is the grounds of the Broad Ripple Art Center how much is it $40. $40. But now, you get to fucking taste Now, here's the, the thing. It, here's it, the thing. I'm going to try to work something here. Since we know the president of the Indiana Brewers Guild, can we get in for free? No, it's actually no. the Brewers of Indiana Fuck! Guild. Oh, and so uh -huh. you fucked this up yeah. for us, Andy. And remember... <laughs> That's all right. I actually once sent an email out to somebody on the guild, to Ted Miller, yeah. and I said something about the Indiana Brewers Guild, and his response was just like, it's the uh, Brewers of Indiana <laughs> Guild, fucktard. I'm like, wow. Did you see his Thanks, tweet today? Uh -uh. Okay, so he just sent a tweet when we were yeah. like, oh, Clay's going to be on, and he goes, he found that post about the Coors Light reps coming, he's like, I sure hope Clay's gone by the time this happens. Yeah. <laughs> but it was for Saturday, and he didn't look Saturday. at the date that was, was stamped funny. on. Yeah. But Andy, at first, our first response was, no, no, no. No, we'll still be repping local beer in that's front right. of them. Fuck them. Right. Yeah, right? So fuck them. Yeah, exactly. No, right. we'll be there. I'll be there. We'll be All there. Right. We'll do this. Good stuff. We'll All right. So, yeah, uh, at Cage Fear. At Cibala. At Cibala, at Sun King Clay. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Follow us. All that fun stuff. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Yes, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Stitcher. Do that's it. That's where we're at. Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher it's a is. Subscription it's a fucking app. It's really, it's a sociopath slash serial killer website. <laughs> and uh, our podcast belongs there. Awesome. So, Love that shit. Right. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Later. Uh, yes, no dick bubble. Thanks for listening. No dick